You are listening to Shoot and Scoot, the Flames of War Team Yankee Federation Nam and Great World podcast that tries to make sense of the weird and wonderful world of 50mm wargaming with our tongues firming our cheeks, our pads as flat to the ground, and our dice, more often than not, fading to Shoot and Scoot every episode. We invite you to join us on our many hobby misadventures on Facebook and on the blog at BreakthroughAssault.co.uk and to shop online at Battlefield Hobbies because Hammy bailed my tiger. For now. If nice dice your vice, be sure to check out diceofwar.com.au, our podcast sponsor here at Shoot and Scoot. And if you want to pay for something you could get for free, you can also become a patron supporter by following the link on the Breakthrough Assault blog. Pay £1 a month for your chance to also become internet famous. I'm Eddie Fez-Turner, broadcasting from somewhere in the south of England. And I'm joined by my co-host, Duncan, not last for once, Gosling. Yeah, Italians came second. And Lee, wooden spoon with four platoons, Parnell. Look, I, I can't win my own tournament. That's definitely... <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that, that was the reason. Never go full yeah. Davy. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to episode 69, the one where we don't make jokes about all playing Russian armies next year. Lee, what are we talking about tonight? Is, is it not 68? That was last episode. not the first thing? Is it? Are you sure? This is episode 69, my friend. Yeah, I just put episode 68 up, so you know. Shows when we're, when we're recording this. Oh my god! Because A took so long to process it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But no, tonight we are talking about faces, spaces, sunk, sunk. In what? Nope. Sorry. Tonight we are talking about internet famous because we have a new patron. Boop, 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 boop. We are then going to talk about faces, spaces, and what we've been painting. We'll then do news from the front for Dat Dat Go special and talk about the games we played at the weekend. Then we'll be doing read for F manual. <laughs> Um, I can never remember what the acronym is. That's where we always get to watch Lee try not to swear live on the internet. Yeah, read the fruity yeah. manual. Read the fruity manual. Yeah, fruity. The flipping manual. No, flipping fat man. Yeah. Read the fat manual. There you are. It's quite, it's quite, no, it's quite chunky. You, you can't body shame the manual. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a lot smaller inclusive. than it was in version three. Lee, come on. Yeah, it exactly. is. Yes. And not, hot, not as hard. Um, wait, flaccid. What? Read the flaccid, <laughs> flaccid manual. There we go. It used to be turgid, now it's flashy. Yep. Covering a question that came up before in our um, in the game we played the evening before that that game. Did it did it come up? Sixty nine. It's like an episode of the Bloody Sun. Oh my god. <laughs> an episode. Jesus. It's not a yeah. TV show. Twenty three from Essex says Exactly <laughs> Putin's actions in the Crimea in the cry in the Crimea oh, We should have got that on. We should have got Kate twenty seven from Chepstow. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever, 23 from Chips, though, to read it out. We could have, oh, that's, there's no missed opportunity yeah, we'll right get there. get more viewers than GBN, that's for sure. Well, that's not that's not hard. Wait, yeah, what is Andrew Marr up to? We could have got him on. <laughs> Andrew Marr, political pundit, now, now, yeah. now on shoot and scoot. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, he's still with suspicious hair colour. Yeah. We'll, we'll do podcast sections for um, Cash, yeah, that's it. <laughs> speaking, speaking about being famous, we do have our first oh famous Patreon. Yes. I'll, I'll pre- As a, well, we've obviously got GCHQ. What, They're yeah. fa- pretty famous. They're infamous. They're infamous, you know, They're infamous yeah. yeah. <laughs> we have my um, internet famous. Thank you, uh, Duncan Streets. Yep. Um, who is apparently I'd say, a clothing designer because he keeps going on about wearing two thin coats. Yes. Well, he's very cold. Right. I don't think he's from the north. You know, like how, like, I think he's from the south because in the north they've just got one big coat, right? One thick. One thick. Chunky yeah. body coat. With two C's. 
Yeah. <laughs> so also, uh, I object to him being called Duncan. I don't like this. Can we call him Duncan too or something? I don't. Duncan the second. Duncan. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Well, this is I'm the it, original. This is where it turns out not to be Duncan, the, the Duncan Rhodes, and it's just Duncan. A, a random, another random. <laughs> but we yeah, still love bit... you because you're giving us money. So why wouldn't we? Yeah, exactly. It's been like my cousin who is actually called Ryan Gosling. He's not the Ryan Gosling, but I certainly leverage it on more than one occasion. <laughs> you know Ryan Gosling. Exactly. <laughs> Does he always book the, book the, uh, the restaurant seat tables? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and they go, oh, no, really? And it's like, no, 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 look, I'm Ryan Gosling. And they're like, nah, don't be silly. No, you're allowed to have more. Than... I don't think you know, understand how what names work. You have a but, monopoly yeah. on the name. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I've copywritten it. Oh, have, right. Yeah, but you're not the Jesus, are you? <laughs> the Jesus. Well, no, he probably is. He's probably he got probably... Big J. Yeah. The Jesus. Um, yeah. <laughs> What's up, my Jesus? So, 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 regardless of your true identity, Duncan, thank you very much. Uh, Duncan 2. Duncan the second. Duncan 2, yeah, because that's really confusing because I just thought you were talking about Duncan. me then. Oh, this is so. I don't know. Right, it's confusing, right? Duncan, from now on, we're calling you Bruce. Oh, no. I want to be Bruce. (laughs) Change the podcast sponsor's name. Just enough. No, no. no, We can't change the sponsor's name. Yeah, he's talking about me, you plank. I don't want to be Bruce. Oh, right. Shut up, Bruce. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, yes, Duncan, Duncan, the the, the one true Duncan, now gets to enjoy their um, patron privilege of being on the Discord. Woo! Um, getting getting the episode a full twenty four hours before everyone does. Does that mean we can when, teach him how to paint? When Lee, po- <laughs> <laughs> when Lee posts the right link, and also um, occasionally getting to do stuff like car patron exclusive, officer answer sessions and question answer sessions, and you and you's army. Yeah, I think we are going to do something in terms of a shirt as well. I think I've decided this. I think there'll be a patrons only. Um, t-shirt well i i pay one pound a month and all i got was the opportunity to purchase this shirt, this shirt at full retail value no it won't be full retail value i'll do it uh i'll do it at a special price you're you you're my friend special price i i you like you buy i you pay a pound a buy. month and all i got was the opportunity to buy this shirt at a uh outdated stereotype typical yeah <laughs> from a looky looky man yeah oh, God. <laughs> I will. I will sort that out. I think that would be quite nice. I think we should. Yeah, I think we should uh, put something on there. Yeah, and should also we... we should probably spend their patron money on something productive. He says, looking. Well, you were supposed to be looking at microphones. I don't okay. know. So I'm not I being know. funny. I'm not pointing an unsightly finger, but I'm pointing. At, I think Lee's. At I think this is all just Lee's long game. He's just going to con and keep all the money for himself. I, I don't want to know about Lee's long game, frankly. If he if he's able to clear a table by turning around again, um, always go long. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. It's at 69, so if the innuendo doesn't come out now, yeah, will it's it? innuendo bingo time. In if, your window. In your yeah. window. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, oh, if someone 69, does... Why will we go explicit? <laughs> if someone starts doing the camp voice from a low a low, I think that's it. I'm gonna to Ow, matron. No, that's not that's not a low a low a low. I don't even know what that was. It sounded like you were in pain. It sounded like you just did your flies up too quickly. I just, I know. I just went um, slalom skiing and totally missed it the corner. Yeah. Oh, monsieur. Oh, monsieur. <laughs> that guy needs a hug. Oh, that is my, my favourite thing of this year so far. It might be my moment of the year already. 
Uh, apparently, apparently it's from like 2006. It's not from this year. Oh, no, it's not Is from it this not? year. No. Really? No, yeah. That Wikipedia article that someone modified says 2006. He oh, took God. a full whack to a nutsack by a roll. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was full blown that as well. There was no cushioning that blow, was there? I mean, I would, <laughs> I would send out, you know, condolences to him and his family, but I don't think he's got one. No. <laughs> if he didn't have it by then, he's not got one now, that's for sure. Well, he's I got think... a, lo- a lovely soprano, though. <laughs> I think it's hit so hard, even if he did have kids, they were retroactively <laughs> ceased to exist. Yeah, so. back up. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, like Back to the Future style. Yeah. <laughs> just fade it's out like fading just... away. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, where were we? Um, Give me more faces, points. faces, faces, something, something. Ah, <laughs> oh, mate. Well, I'm so, so excited. Did you see how much painting I managed to do for the tournament? What none? Yeah. <laughs> see, I was listening back to. I was. List- I listened to our podcast because I'm that much of an eager maniac. Is that how you know which episode we're on? Yeah, exactly. I just I, could be anything. <laughs> um, <laughs> what day of the week is it? I don't know. I don't even know that. I keep thinking it's Thursday. Um, anyway, the, but I was listening back to a, an episode. It must have been a couple of ago because you were talking about giving up painting your um, Italian motorcyclisti. Yes. And it did make me smile because you were saying that you were going to um, paint your... Um... Finish, finish painting. Is your, Correct. Is the deck. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yes. How'd that work out, Eddie? It's pretty good. I managed to put some uh, water slide transfers on there. <laughs> no, to be fair, to be fair. That's good. Did you do some chipping, or was the chipping there already? They had some chipping already. I did experiment with a couple of different washes and dust washes and stuff the night before. Yep. In true festival. The night before? Yeah, yeah. You know, so you I, mean when you were playing Lee, you were actually also... No, after that, I got back and then set up my... <laughs> I got back and then started painting my army. Yeah, yeah. Like just <laughs> oh, was there's like, Eddie. Ah. Couldn't, He's back. I couldn't quite get the effect I wanted. So that three in the morning, I'm not surprised. No, no I, was I mean, say, just in yeah. general, the colours were quite weren't quite there. The trouble is, I'm using a lot of like larger scale stuff that's designed for 35 mil at a smaller scale, and it tends to be either too subtle or is designed completely the other it way. It doesn't work on that, yeah. Like it doesn't have the effect that I want it to have. So I'm trying to oh, find a, me- a happy medium between it. So I did some experimentation. Well, like contrast medium. Oh, I've got some updates on that, so I'll do that in my section. Ooh, carry on. Snap. Yep. Um, so yeah, so I hadn't, I didn't really do any extra stuff on there. Although there will be, there is a painting project that has come out of this weekend that we'll talk about after the we talk about has the it? gaming. Yeah, yeah. Oh, a good. very good one. I've been okay. challenged. The gauntlet has been cast. Who who is it cast by? Just out of interest, uh, a certain Mister Madigan. This old man called David this Madigan. Old man called Madigan. <laughs> yep, he blew whiskers on his. He... No, that doesn't work. Fla- Flanagan's. Flanagan's. Mickey Flanagan. There you go. But yeah, you'll, you'll understand why <laughs> um, you come up to the after action reports and stuff like that. Um, okay. Oh, cool. Does it involve buying anything new? No, God no. I don't need to do oh. that for another thirty years. I think. Wait. Uh, and what did you buy this week? Oh, Fordrop stuff, of course. <laughs> <laughs> The most, yeah, heavy of the plastic cracks. Yeah, well, it, it, prices are going up, aren't they? 1%, Eddie. 1%. Yeah, but 1% of a million is quite a lot, Duncan. Yep, yeah, granted, but it's not a million, is it? Is it? I know, it's Forgeworld. It's Forgeworld. 
Well, that's true. So, do you see the thing they did about winning a Titan or winning a picture? Did you see that? No. They were redoing uh, the reception in, in Games Workshop in. Nottingham. Oh. Yeah, no, and they were giving away one of the banners. It's the Warhammer, you had to buy a Titan to be War, entered. It's the it's the Forge Rod shop in Warhammer yep. World, and yeah, they've got a, uh, they've got the Titanicus artwork, yeah, large, rich, large, um, at the back of the store, and they're redoing it. So like, you can win this Titanicus banner. All you have yep. to do is be the first person to come into our shop and buy a Titan, <laughs> a Titan. So spend six hundred pounds and get this free poster. <laughs> And everyone went, uh... Sure, yes, okay. Sure. Games Workshop. <laughs> I'm actually saying Dick, it's yeah. Games Workshop. Yeah, exactly. I bet they, I bet they made, they sold at least four Titans that day. People, exactly. people, people probably got enough money, went there, went, oh, what, the poster's already gone. Well, I have the Titan anyway. Yeah, I was coming to buy a Titan anyway, so... Yeah. But it just made me laugh. Like, every, you know, when you think most other people would be the other way around, buy a poster and you might win a chance to win a Titan. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. Not Games Workshop. Yeah. <laughs> no, um... <laughs> You've not seen our uh, our sales plan for this year, have you, my friend? Yes. It's got a hobby vice and your wallet. Um, yep. Six six pound water pots. That's what we're selling. I I am loving my Citadel water pot. Oh my god! I, I am. I am because I've got a lot what? of the. Uh, I've got my my standard water pots. I've used metallics in. Right. So I ended up washing a whole load of tigers and not realizing that I'd had metallic flakes in the wash. Do, do you know? Do you that change you... your water? <laughs> I have. You heard of dishwashers? It, it oh, is. Right. It's embedded in the bottom of the plastic. Oh no! Don't use plastic. Use ceramic. Well, I'm not that fancy. And um, can I challenge you in front of all of our listeners? Yeah. To write a review of the Games Workshop water plug pot for the uh, for the blog. I can do it right now. I it's, don't want you to do it right now. That's not the challenge. Well, I don't know if you... uh, there won't be our listeners if they read it. Uh, what? We said you, you. You just said I invite you to a challenge for our listeners, and if they're reading the blog, no, in front of our listeners. In front, in what, front so of I've got to literally type it whilst they're listening. Uh, yeah, Patreon only. Patreon only. Patreon only. Come to the Discord. <laughs> watch it. our Patreon exclusive is listen to Eddie type away on the typewriter on, on his. Yeah. His... <laughs> wow, that's good. How many K's in Duncan is a knobhead? Uh, one. One. <laughs> Excellent. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so the reason I bought a water pot a Citadel water, water pot is because my wife does not appreciate the tried and trusted, trusted method of pointing a, a paintbrush with your lips and as much as I told her that it's fine and it does me no right ill she, this is, as you were twitching as I was yeah. twitching and going hmm, this one tastes like victory um she 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 finds it quite disgusting, and as a as a small um, token of not consolidation, what we say accommodation accommodation. Um, the Citadel water, water pot on the back edge of it has little grooves that will point your paintbrush as you withdraw it from the water. Um, on top of that, it is, it is in, the true, in, in the fashion of, of episode 69, it is ribbed for your pleasure. Um, and it has... What is? The bottom, the of, the, the bottom of the pot has, has quite deep serrations to actually, you know, scrape the paint off the bristles. 
this is getting weirder and weirder. I, I, can we just, <laughs> and it also I don't has, feel comfortable anymore. It also has. Well, you asked for it. it also yeah, has. but I don't want it now. I want to put it back. <laughs> well, <laughs> Pandora's box has been opened. Unfortunately, Duncan, I'm not entirely sure what, you know, how consent actually works. You've said yes, so you're getting it. No, I, I said maybe. I said maybe. It also has a nifty little um, detent in the in in the lip of it that you can rest your paintbrush across it to dry out without it being at a weird D- angle. Detent. Yeah, it's got two little um, depressions in the lip. I'm gonna be honest. This thing sounds like it's being designed so somebody can try and justify buying a six pound paint pot. Yeah, oh, totally. But then I'm a fool, and it was my money, so I was easily buying. Lee, have you still have you still got those magic beans? <laughs> it's called the lucky card, Duncan. It's a single point. Um, oh, I hate lucky. <laughs> I hate lucky so much. <laughs> lucky and swim wagons. <laughs> Good God. I think you could buy three lucky cards for one swim wagon. <laughs> oh, that makes me even angrier. <laughs> why? Why? Why does that happen? Why is that? Why? <laughs> Can you imagine how expensive a swim wagon would be in mid-war? It's three points. They are apex predators. Well, that's I late war, I, isn't it? No, I think they're three points. I can't remember now. Uh, I, I, I probably blotted it out. Actually, I'm more angry about Kubel wagons because they're two points and they don't even get the amphibious. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. They're just rubbish trucks. So anyway, Duncan, what have you been up to painting wise? So I've been investigating. I've, I've yeah. I've been looking at the speed paints from uh Army Painter. Okay. And also I was uh, I, I couldn't believe that, so they, they, I was looking at those, but also I coun't believe when Mike put that stuff up about the what was it the pink colour? Some chap on Twitter had um, based his tanks in yeah, Dunkle Kelp and then put over the voluptuous pink contrast and it got almost spot on that kind of red, that, like Rock kind of brown. late war red brown, yeah, red brown the color. Yeah, and played bare of flesh with the green. It was which, weird, it mm. was because of the color, uh, it must be because of the color. Yeah. saturation coming through the underneath it it was bizarre but it was like it was like spot on and mm-hmm. because it's contrast it actually didn't need a wash or anything afterwards by the look of it i was like that is just that is witchery absolute witchery but um that might be one of one looking into to be honest if you're painting three-tone camo late war because that's going to speed things up a heck of a lot yeah yeah you've got the airbrush it's definitely the way it goes oh Bloody airbrushes, honestly. <laughs> We've already established air cheating. Contrast paints cheating. <laughs> so it's all cheating now. But yeah, that so I'd look at that that and I thought, hmm, that's 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 quite nifty. So I'm definitely gonna investigate that. The other thing I was looking at was the speed paints, but I, I watched a review of them and I thought they looked they had some good colours in them again. I think that might be suitable for World War Two. Yeah, okay. But my concern is that I also read a review that seems to suggest that you need to put a layer of varnish in between each layer of paint. Yes, I've heard that from other... I've seen Otherwise, it re-wets. As well. yeah. It, yeah, it reactivates mm-hmm. the the paint. Essentially, you get almost like a tidal mark. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, thought... it's not all the army paints. It might just be the um, reds and yellows that suffer from it the most. Oh, okay. It's not uncommon with um, scale modelling enamels and washes. 
To, yeah, to I, I think some of the in. contrast paints as well, because some of them are better than others in terms of their pigmentation. Right. But I did think that was quite interesting because the 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 um, the army paint ones are, are actually then whilst they're not cheap still, they are cheaper than contrast. Mm-hmm. So I thought that again, I don't know. Yeah. There's some there, there's another avenue to explore there because I think Mark's had some very good results with general contrast, and you liked the was it the Gore Grunter? Uh, yeah, I, I used to like the, um, using the skeleton horde as a wash for doing my um, German oh, attack. Yes, ha- yes, because you used that as a was it a thick wash? Did you didn't yeah. wa- you didn't water it down at all? Did you? No, it's, uh, and this is basically getting back to Duncan Rhodes. This is his his um, video where he basically, I mean, he sprays Zandri dust washed yep. with the um, skeleton horde. Um, you have to wash it a bit. when you do it with contrast. You don't just go willy nilly. You got to do it almost like it says, paint like a felt tip. So try and avoid going over where your paint is. You don't get the streaks. Is it is it kind of like a pin wash almost? No, no, it's, it's an all over wash. An all over wash. Okay. Yeah, but you have got to be very careful how you apply it because if you go, go over where you've gone, it's like going over something you've done with a felt tip again. You get do like, you tear it. Yeah, it, it tears. And you get like double, get like a double um, darker pier, no, darker place where it goes over itself. Okay, and have you ever tried putting the, the through an airbrush contrast, or does it not work? Yeah, because if you remember, I did like Aeronautica. Um, oh yes, I did. I did the red. Oh, I did the, the um, flesh terrors over the flesh terrors red over the gold to yeah. get like metallic red look. Uh, do you think that would work for the skeleton horde layer? Uh, possibly. The only thing is, I because I want. I think when you do it with the airbrush, you get like a you get it just acts like a paint almost rather than a wash. Okay. Whereas I think if you with the skeleton hold, I want to use it as a wash, so it's better. So it's probably you know you have to do it via the brush really to. Get the, gotcha. Get yeah, because the other thing I was talking with Martin about over the weekend was he, I think he, I don't know if he's done it already, but he's going to write in a review. Um, he's got a battery powered, um, airbrush. airbrush yeah. And yeah. his commentary about that was it's great, but because it's so heavy because the battery, you probably can't use it for fine detail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're, you're more limited to base coats and things with it, but I thought, oh, that might be worth exploring because um, you don't need a big pump set up then or anything like that. Yeah. And it gets around that I, the notion that I, it's, you know, you have to, well, in my case, it's rattle can or nothing for undercoat. So that might help out from that perspective as well. But yeah, other than that, I've just been buying things again in the mid-war sale. <laughs> don't know what you mean. To, uh, to bulk out my Italians. Because I, I got I got a distinct lack of well distinct FOMO feeling, so uh, yeah went ahead and uh, pulled the trigger on some uh, some reinforcements. Cool, but no 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 progress, no progress. All right, excellent. Well, not really. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got stuff built up, you know. It's all progress know. of some sort. I know it's it's all good. It's all assembled. Most of the stuff now. I'm trying to think, um, I've got. Well, I'll tell you what I've got to build next, which is slightly scaring me, is the flamethrower half tracks. So I'll pick those up from Darksphere in the fifty percent, but they've got the resin drop-ins, and I'm not quite sure if they're going to be neat or not. Yes, it can be a bit hit and miss those resin plastic hybrids. Mm, I haven't opened them yet because I'm a little bit scared. <laughs> so I'm kind of leaving them to one side of the moment, going, oh, I'll just maybe come come back around to that some point i think it's just because i've been we've been spoiled by how good the plastics are now you know everything goes together so almost effortlessly yeah yeah um that as soon as you're trying to do the 
the resin and metal stuff and all of that. You kind of go, oh god, how did how did I ever build entire armies of this stuff? I know. And why do people pay hundreds of pounds over the odds to get resin panthers? Yeah, yeah. What was that all about? I don't know. That's just weird. Was it Panther G? Someone was. Yeah, the resin Panther G set. Someone's paid over a hundred pounds for a list of the sealed box. Which is even funny because it's sealed. You don't know if it's complete or not. Well, uh, (laughs) and you've still got to put up with the horrible meat coming together of metal tracks and resin bodies. Yep. I mean, some of them have got really nice character, but it's the same with jumbos. Someone was paying a lot of money for resin jumbos. I just thought, oh, not sure about that. They got these nice new plastic ones. Might just go for them. Mm Mm-hmm. Actually, I need some jumbos. That's just reminding me. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> oh dear. So yeah, no progress. I need to sort some bits out actually. Mm. What about you? What have you been painting? I've been getting the um, tigers finished off. Ooh. Your lovely, your lovely deck. Africa tigers, yeah. And I got them done. I got some. Little SD Chaos Air 10 dash Forston as well. Is that oh, the AA? Yeah. Is that because Tigers are the new mid war OP access list? No. No, it's just because completeness clad them. <laughs> no, no, not in the slightest, did he? Nope. I'm not sure, not sure they are in power because apparently you can assault with them and not put it off. So, you know, it can't be that bad. Twice. <laughs> twice. Twice. Yeah. Spoilers, boys. Spoilers. Mm. <laughs> but um, well, how did you find the uh, the the AA as well going together and? Oh, it's a complete pain in the ass. Yeah, it's old. You know, it's resident metal. Oh, it's the gun shield just requires about fifteen points of contact to hold in place. Yep. You yep, have they, to. They nearly broke me. The yep. um, uh, self-propelled AA just but... genuinely nearly cried. I, I had three of them lurking around for ages, so I thought if I get around doing them, so three three is pretty good. Three six points, it's a nice number. Mm-hmm. But they they're the just um, soft skin ones, aren't they? Correct. Yeah, they didn't have the armored ones in the desert. I'm aware of. No, no, nor should they. Good. Be too hot. <laughs> well, they'd melt. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yes, that's what I got done. I'm just working on assembling. Um, Tutabrook's worth of Crusaders and Sherms at the moment. Did you resolve your storage bin issue? I have not resolved my storage bin issue. Okay. There's definitely no storage bin in the sprue. Trying to cut the one off the Crusader is a bit too big. It just looks weird and I can't put my finger on what's weird about it, if that makes sense. Yeah, so it I'm going to try odd. and scratch build one as we do this podcast and see if that works. What, a plastic rod? Uh, some pla- yeah, i got some square section plastic rod. So I'm going to see if I can stick two bits of that together and then shape it and I can get a mould off it or something. Oh my god, this sounds this sounds like you are whittling plastic rod for a long time. I am going to be whittling plastic rod for a long time. It's unfortunate because mm. one bit's just not thick enough, so I'm going to do two bits and I think that's going to be too thick. I can oh see me just throwing this away and just not having storage bins on. <laughs> but, um, that's, that's really It odd. bugs me because all the photos, every single photo of sound so far has a storage bin in the back. Yeah. See, so you're not going to be able to let and, that go. I, no, I, I wouldn't let it go. That's a problem. Because yeah. the old Resident Metal ones used to have a storage bin on. Oh, God. 
Come back from yeah. the edge. Come back well, from the edge. Spend hundred quid on resin and metal storage bins. Uh, n- no. <laughs> Probably not. Probably Please not. Please don't no. do that. But, but they were Crusader bins, right? I thought they were Crusader bins, but more like it, more I'm thinking they might not have been Crusader bins. They just look very similar. <laughs> what, the more I look at them, I realise I was wrong. Um, well, I, the, the thing is, it kind of made sense when you said they were Crusader bins because you thought they'd have just taken wherever they had and just yeah. tacked it to the back, essentially. I kind of understood that, but I don't know if it just doesn't... It's just too wide. Yeah, that might be down to issue the model. It, it might be a case they were Crusader bins, it's just the Crusader bins or the Crusader model just aren't white. I, do, do, does the other company that makes plastic things, do they make um, a Crusader? They don't make Crusaders, no. Bloody I don't hell. think they had storage bins on their shows either, but I can't remember exactly. Man, Gretchen Hamill, if you know <laughs> of a supply of plastic Crusader bins, <laughs> Well, show, or, or Sherman two bins, you know, if they are different. It's a... Yeah. Tech shoot and scoot one, two. <laughs> Better not do that actually, because someone will do it, and then I'll get in trouble with the Ofcom or something. I have them after me now as well. I'll never watch this. Time. Yeah, I don't, I don't. You don't. Oh, you don't mess with Ofcom. Oh, they scare me more than GCHQ. <laughs> Okay, um, so we talk news to the front and what we've been up to when playing. Oh, I'm sure. not playing any games. <laughs> I, I, I was adjacent to games being played. <laughs> yeah, I stood at the table. I'm not entirely sure I was yeah. involved in them. Yes, well, we had our um, Dat Dat Go tournament this weekend down in Brighton. Did we? Did that happen? Did that, did that happen? Oh my yeah. god! So we thing. had four ally players and four and four Axis players, or as we like to call them, the goodies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then, uh, yeah, and we um, yeah played played four games to each day, but we also got a bonus game the night before. And me when we do the setup, and me and Eddie had a, like a little warm up game. Woo. What did you What did you take then? Because did Eddie take his tigers? So Eddie took his list. He was taking to yeah, the actual event. And I I had my British. Um, See, that's Sherman. why he got some extra practice in. Well, got all the kings ironed out. ETC, mate. Yeah, it's it's legal. Oh, ETC. Yeah, ETC. Yeah. Yep. I was running with um, Grants and Stuarts and 25 pounders. Oh, good old Eddie Grants. So not much I could actually deal with a tiger, to be fair. <laughs> uh, no, you're fishing for ones with the Grants, aren't you, on the side armour? Yeah, and six, the six pounders. Yeah, there was mm. all, all lots of fishing going on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Give a man a fish. And he'll kill a yeah. tiger. I don't know what fish we played. It was... Um... Was it counter-attack? No. Was it close? Escape we played. That was it. And no, it wasn't terribly close. No, it didn't, from the from the um, the cell you gave it, it didn't sound very close. Um, yeah, because because uh, it's that mission where Eddie has his um, all his force on. Yep. Yeah. I had half my force off, but it was obviously coming behind him. <laughs> but he left his eighty-eight covering his flank. Oh, almost like I thought about it. Oh, yeah, yeah. you, you counter-attack the counter-attack. Oh. Yeah, so that's... Um, Dirty I, boy. My 25 pounder ranged in on it, but then over four turns failed to actually hit it. <laughs> yeah, you were oh so unlucky. You oh. yeah. didn't hit it? No. You didn't make him make a save? Correct. Nope. Oh, my well, God. And when I did make it, when I did get him to make a save, he, he passed it. Yep. 
Use the ball. Oh, Did you so, use yeah. your lucky card? Oh, yeah, I did that game. No, I don't think you did either. So I try. I tried to um, send my Stuarts and Grants against the eighty-eight to kill it, and his HQ were also lurked at the back. In the meantime, he's sending his tanks in. Um, a six pounder's popped an ambush, trying to get side shots on the tiger, and missed. Missed. Yeah. Um, oh but God. then he he assaulted the uh, six pounders twice with his um, Panzer Grenadiers. Oh, so many assaults. And both times he killed one six pounder, but then the other six pounder would kill us down, and they fell. And then <laughs> Grenadiers fell back. Yeah. Yeah. So he was whittling me down, but each time I was just knocking him back, and I'd get a chance to get. Then I'd get another chance to shoot, and I miss again. So I'd, yes. Motivate to counterattack. Nope. I, was not good, well, I was not having a good night for dice rolls that night, that's for sure. But. Yeah, but it's getting rid of them ready for, you know, the next couple of days, right? Get rid of the bad right. guys. <laughs> yeah. would, would, would that was the case, but um, yeah. Oh dear. So was it, was it what was it, a, a one? Did you kill anything? I, I, did, I think I killed something. Killed his armour cars, I think. Cool. Oh dear. Yeah. And possibly a panzer platoon. And then eventually the tiger's just pushed that's, off the objective. That's yeah. no, the tiger did what it, um, Eddie was trying to do the rest of the weekend. <laughs> so the yep. tiger lured you into full sense of security, Eddie? No, I knew... The annoying thing is in my games, and we'll come to it, is I knew the odds, and I'd stacked it as much in my favour as I could, uh, and the dice just said no. Oh dear. Which can happen. Which can happen. Well, it's a game of chance, ultimately. Yeah. You can you can put everything in your favour, but ultimately you have to roll a d6. At some point, that is going to, yeah. Dice are a thing. Mm-hmm. They're not always something you should blame, but they're definitely a thing. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll have a, a phoning competition as to whether I should blame my dice or not. Um, no, what I mean by that is that, you, you, you know, a lot of people just, you know, poo-poo the idea that, that they had no fault in oh yeah no, totally. decisions and go oh no it wasn't me my dice were just crap and you're like well yeah that's, yeah. Not, fa- that's not fair to the other player who actually has yeah oh yeah correct well, you know your dice can be a bit spotty but sometimes you've got to put yourself in a position where you minimise the um, the effect of that or maximise exactly. the effect of it yeah and as we get on to I think there's far too many times I was relying on my 5 plus not to be hit kind of thing and yeah it bit me yeah I'll be fine I'll be fine oh no I've been hit and veteran and cover beam armour or range yeah. nope nope yeah. so what's your first How game alright so my first game was against new, the new chap Harry and his we'll set the scene all three of us were playing Axis weren't we yeah uh, oh, yes, us, we were. us we and were. Jay were playing were the Axis and then the allies were Harry Hammy Luke and Dave. Yep. So, yeah. So, ha- so obviously, Hammy and um, Dave are old hands at all this, and Luke's Luke's got a fair amount of games under his belt as well. He, he has. He's been playing that uh, particular British armored Crusader force for I don't know, God knows, years, mm-hmm. absolute years, because it's where we started with Flames War, with Mid War Desert. So, yep. Yeah, he's definitely had some game time on it. Yeah, and then um, yeah, so I so Harry turned up. Harry, so Harry's a relatively new player. He started basically collecting stuff during lockdown, um, 
and he turned up with Crusaders, Grants, 25 pounders, infantry. Yep. I think it was, a, was it a motor rifle and a Grant for No, not Grant formation. It was motor rifles and a. Um, uh, it was a Crusader Crusaders, 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 yeah, Crusader oh, formation. formation. Yeah, with Grants in it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, being the only two player, I didn't want to go, didn't want to go too heavy on them. So, and thankfully, we got, we got a fairly nice mission in the actual. I'll try what it was now. It was Dust Up, which is always quite a good mission to play. I, I like the way you did that as well, just to, to the way you were allocating missions. So we did all the stances. Yep. You rolled a single dice or pulled out a chit. Actually. Pulled out a chit, yes. Yeah. The idea yeah. being it would remove that number. So everyone played the same role effectively. And in theory, it should have meant we didn't play the same mission twice, or at least it reduced chances. Unfortunately, two things conspired against it. Firstly, Missions don't appear in the same place. Yeah. So counterattack is numbers is roll one in the fight in the um, attack attack and roll two in the attack maneuver. So, so certainly already some people were playing counterattack twice in a row. I mean, um, we then found out some people had the wrong pack and that had counterattack as another roll. So I think somebody, I think somebody played counterattack three times this tournament. Yep, that would be me. Well, this has got really good counterattack. This, this is... <laughs> yeah, but guess how many of those games... Well, I'm not going to spoil it, but mm. you'd have thought I'd have got really good at counterattack. Yeah, and so, um, anyway, so playing Dust Up, um, we talked about spearheads and get how to use the spearheads. And like, so I had my little Panzer threes and Panzer twos, make a little move along one side. My HQ was trying to hold up the other flank and the Marders were sort of lurking around in the middle with the infantry. And I basically ended up with my HQ trying to take on, I think it was like nine Crusaders. So one tank versus nine. And um, he didn't do bad. He killed one guy and bailed another, yeah. and then he, he died. Sure. Um, so that was not good. So that obviously took, was a bit of a blow to start off. Um, after that, the game, the game um, sort of like got into like a bit of a melee around the actual objective he's trying to get in and pick him off he's, he's losing crusaders as the marders are landing hits the panzer fours are disrupting him with fire then my two platoons move on i think belatedly he realized i was making a run for his objective and he managed to pull enough back quick enough that basically he was able to shoot me off and so it, un, once i lost the two platoons i was basically on the break so he he got a win there. It was um, a 6-3 win to Harry. Ooh. So what was your first game, Duncan? Uh, I played Hammy's uh, Armoured Rifle Company. Oh, my God. Armoured Rifle Company and a league company. So he had company. friends. He had. It was 100 points of all core, of all formation. They had no support. So um, I chose Maneuver, and I think he chose Attack, and we ended up playing Counter-Attack. So I put in reserve my... I actually put 42 points in reserve. So I put mm -hmm. my Semaventi company... Oh, actually, I probably should have actually talked about what I've got. So I had Italian paratroopers um, formation and a Semaventi formation. Yes. The Semaventis were the uh, Command M1441 uh, and then two platoons of five Semaventis. So that's 42 points. Uh, and then the paras were uh, the Command, two platoons of the paratroopers with a flamethrower in each. Mm -hmm. um, the four 47mm Elefantino guns, uh, three mortars, three HMGs, and I think 
that's it. I had a lot. Oh, a Lancia and some 25 pounders. So um, I put, yeah, put my four, my Sembaventi formation in reserve because it's obviously needs to come on. So it needs to be a bit mobile. And I, what did I set up? I set up, yeah, set up the paratroopers uh, in and around the objective on my side of the table. And then I, oh, so I also, sorry, I had some AB. 41s and I use the AB41 spearhead to get my other paratroopers and some mortars kind of hooking up towards uh, the other side of the table where the other objective was. So I thought I was quite well deployed. I had some 25 pounders guarding the, the first objective. I knew that I had an ambush in the 47 mils. Mm-hmm. But there's just so much stuff in that armored rifle yeah. company. It's all mm. dripping with machine guns. I didn't realize that the um, and I should have done because I've got the, the the models myself. But the the Toad thirty sevens, all of their half tracks got fifty cows. Yeah. So yeah. you've got, you know, you all. I don't know why you'd ever take them without uh, the transports because they're three extra points. A gives you maneuverability, and B gives you four 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 fifty cow armed half tracks, which is just, you know, it's just nice. Um, but I did like Hammy's the way he got it set up. So he had the armored rifles. Uh, with two short platoons to save some points, so there are only four uh, half tracks, and uh, you, I think you lose a bazooka and two rifle stands, mm-hmm. I think. Um, but it, he that saved him enough points to get the second formation in, which was the f- five long lees, uh, two uh, sorry five stewards with the upgrade car to make them aggressive and trained. Yep, and. What do you have? Two T thirty platoons, an armored mortar platoon, and then the armored recce. So it's just tons of armored machine guns and yeah, a lot of artillery actually. Um, and I just found myself just being pinned, pegged down into a corner by his uh, ARP um, that just seemed to just almost sit back and just hammer the paratroopers with just tons of machine gun fire. Um, he used his thirty sevens in direct fire to try and dig out uh, paratroopers and, and uh, generally disrupt the formation. Yeah. Um, and then the artillery wasn't actually too much of a problem because it had to keep, you know, rearranging in if you got a bit close and things like that. So it wasn't devastating me apart from when I, I trying to move my paratroopers up to contest the second objective that isn't in my deployment zone. And because you have to contest it by turn six, I think, so turn six on counter-attack, you have to have something within eight. Yeah. Um, I had to move something up to try and block his force because he fired um, an early barrage at my paratroopers on that side, pinned them, and then they didn't unpin for two turns. <laughs> and I think that's probably what cost me the game was that I couldn't then get them over to that objective fast enough. And by the time I had, there was an ARP platoon sat on it, all debussed, and we're just going, yeah, we got yeah. We got plenty of firepower here, <laughs> and that's what the, yeah. yeah exactly. And then the second time that he ranged in again, um, he ranged in and killed three paratroopers in one volley. So I was like, ah, oh. oh right, okay. So this counterattack's faltering badly. Um, yeah. But I think the highlight of that was my Semaventis came on. Uh, he done what Eddie had done and set up a sort of counterattack to the counterattack, or oh, to the reserve, sorry. And the three there was five leads just sat on a ridge line of a hill, just waiting for my Semaventis to come on. Uh, they came on, outflanked them, and then killed two, bailed two, and saw the platoon off in one turn. 
I was like, oh, that went rather well. But um, he just can't break it. I just couldn't. I couldn't oh, no way stop him, him winning. No, and I think in that counter attack, the only way I can do it is um, either break his company or force him to be uh, outside of eight, which is again almost impossible. Yeah, it's, it's, it's hard. Just, it's just so much stuff. I couldn't believe how much like just raw stuff it was. Animal yeah, it's no, no, it's just it's just a lot of kit. But I mean, we had to have a small time extension. I think because we were we I think time was called and we were like five and a half turns in and it just felt wrong that that you know it wasn't because yeah. we were slow playing it's just that we had a lot of stuff on both sides and I think we mm-hmm. had an extra five minutes to hurry through the other half of the turn and then it clicked over to Hammy's turn and he won yeah so I lost six three because I was able to kill the I think I killed four platoons oh wow I mean you got some four or five then. oh yeah yeah because you know I was I was, I was kind of shredding stuff so i killed the lees i killed um a arp platoon actually i managed to gut that wow um and what else wow oh i might have killed did i kill some artillery i can't remember now but yeah i, I did all right the stewards are, are actually weirdly quite good i quite like that combination of a, a cheaper second platoon yeah um and making them not reckless is definitely uh, a boon to them Hmm. Like quite a big, a big thing. I mean, it's only two points as well as a card. So you, it's a cheap card. Sorry, it's a cheap card. Yeah, it is a cheap card. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure how I feel about it. It might be a little too cheap because it's the same cost as a sixth Stuart almost. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it makes them better on not only the their training but also on their on their to hit value, which is well, they go from being good. reckless, yeah, to exactly. So yeah, hitting stuff wasn't too much of a problem. I think, yeah, I got super lucky with five Semiventis coming on, hit with all five shots and then killing two, bailing two. That probably shouldn't have happened on the leads, but I did hit him in the flank. But um, yeah, I mean, the rest of it's just, it's pretty nails. And and still, it was a bit of a distraction from the main event. You know, <laughs> they, they weren't going to, those those leads weren't going to take the objective or anything like that. So, But I had to deal with them in order to get my reserves on. So I wasn't I wasn't heartbroken by the result, but um, it was it was pretty close. Well, you did better than I did against Hammy, that's for sure. Well, and and I, it goes back to I mean we'll cover that on the roundup, but I definitely prefer playing infantry forces or core infantry forces. So I'm going back to my roots. <laughs> okay, Eddie, your first game. Uh, my first game uh, was versus Luke. With his Crusaders and Grants. Yep. And uh, most Crusaders, Crusaders and the Honeys, wasn't it? But Crusaders we were, and Honey, yeah. Crusaders and the Honey formation. Sorry, not Grants. Yeah, Grants with in each um, formation. Yes. So they had two platoons. Of that Grants, was it. Yeah. So Crusaders, nasty. Honeys with a Grant support platoon. Um, yep. And yep. it was other cars and infantry platoon. No twenty-five pounders. No twenty-five pounders, no, no which meant that my eighty-eight was pretty scary and sitting there pretty much untested. Um, trying to remember what happened now in that one. Um, well, you nearly got your tiger captured, didn't you? Yeah, that was right. So I pushed up. Um, I think it was counter attack. So I was going diagonally across, and then my reserves came on from the long board edge across from me. I quite like that mission. I mean, I did play it three times, but it's quite <laughs> yeah, no, it's fun. One. Um, and then yeah, my tiger came on. He had his infantry with gammon bombs and the captured pan captured tank card. 
Yeah. They tried one assault to get my tiger, um, and I just broke off and drove away. <laughs> nope. Yeah, I was like, nope, that's not going to happen. <laughs> 29 points of captured tank. Yeah, thank you very much. No. How sad would that have made you, Andy? It would have been very sad. Um, and then I kind of just drove up, plot the tiger on the objective, and shot him off of it. Um, I think he, he kind of was pushing the objective in my corner. But he was so scared of the 88, he never really pushed his... When he had the numerical advantage, he didn't press it. It's a tricky one because those platoons evaporate. But yeah, I know what you mean. At some point, you've got to accept the fact that you're going to break some eggs, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and by that point, you know, when he did go for it, my reserves had turned up and I was kind of splitting him, you know, split his focus. And he couldn't bring his advantage to bear. Yeah. Um, but it was a really bloody game. You know, things were dying left, right, and centre. Um, he did pretty well. I think he took out um, took out quite a few of my platoons. Uh, it was, you know, the actual formation. My formation is very brittle because it's only the, the Panzers that are in formation. So I've only got the, the Panzer 3s and Panzer 4s because everything else is kind of support. Um, and he... he Took out enough that I was starting to get worried that actually, no, wait, I might, he might get the break. Um, but then I was able to push hard enough with the tiger and get the clear him off the objective kind of thing. Was the tiger doing all of your heavy lifting? Oh, yeah, it always, always would be, and I always <laughs> knew it would be. Um, but in this instance, that would it's all it needed to do. Well, yeah, basically held on long enough, pushed hard enough that I could get, you know, keep keep him split, so he couldn't swing back into one blob and over, <laughs> overwhelm the the defenders that I had. Because I, you know, with the reserves, you had to put the tiger and a platoon of Panzer threes in reserve. That's a big chunk of my army. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, pan the, the Panzer fours are doing their job, artillery bombarding and keeping his infantry platoon at bay and direct firing every now and then pressing up. But I think eventually it was a six, four, six, three, six, three, six, three. Yep. Yeah. It was a six, three six, win. Three. Um, I, nice. You know, which is good. I was like, yeah, it set, set the weekend off to a good start. It was a fun game. Yeah, as so well. I, think, I think we ended for our first round. We're yeah. One axis, one axis win. <laughs> two axis losses and an axis draw yeah Lee and I were not holding up our end of the bargain at all not in that game, not that first round no but I've got the excuse you see of being Italians so I was already in trouble before you know anything <laughs> happened is that why you were Italians just seeing yeah, absolutely yeah it's the tiebreaker surely yeah but we're <laughs> Italians are, yeah. are you Ethiopians armed with sticks or fruit yeah but no. I've got an excuse <laughs> yeah exactly Mussolini. He's been uh, mean to me. Yeah, the British came and stole my lunch money. <laughs> the bigger boys came. The bigger boys came. Okay, so we had, we had some lunch. I mean, it was time for round two. Um, so I played Luke, fresh off, um, yeah, playing... Fresh off catching a tiger. Eddie, and we play counterattack. <laughs> so you play counterattack twice then as well. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I just got mobbed in this game. Oh, he learned his mistake then. Yeah, yeah. 
So I, uh, be fair, I think I was trying. Mistake I kept making. I think all games was I. What I should have really done with my guys was not go aggressive and hold the line because I just didn't have the numbers to try and push. And did, did you overextend? Yeah, I overextend. I see. I <laughs> so I, I used my um my little Panzer two to like, get a spearhead into the into the free quarter, which got the eighty eight sort of mid table so it could look both onto the free objective and also mm-hmm. the objective of my quarter. Nice. And then my HQ went with the Panzer twos. The idea of linking up with the two platoons of Panzer twos that were in reserve, while there are Marders, Fours, and the infantry held the objective. The problem was, like I say, in that f- the first turn it just comes hammering towards me. Um, I popped the yeah, I popped the Marders out from ambush, and they get a couple hits on the Stuarts. And the Panzer fours are basically firing. HE shots to try and get other kills as well. Um, and the 88 completely whiffs its fire. It can do that. Yep. And then I just like trying to get, trying to get kill these things there, heading towards the objective. Um, eventually, the Marders held on. Um, eventually, they, I think the Marders took out two Stuart platoons in the end. Although they, they lost two Stuart, they lost two Marders in the return fire straight away. Oh, God. The last two Marders stuck around and managed, like say, get some Take some more strips off them, him. Like without, you know, keep them oh, in the eventually, fight. eventually they got destroyed. But um, yeah. no, they were, they were fighting to, to fighting to last. Which is quite nice to see. Um, uh, the Panzer Fours similarly got overwhelmed eventually, but again managed to land a few hits. But then I think at, by this time my Panzer Twos were in, were in the rear and his Grants had swung around to try and hold them back. So he was running out of stuff to get onto the objective, and he was too a little bit too wary of the little squeeze bore in the Africa platoon. Yeah, he, he he wouldn't charge me to just you know just take it. And eventually, after about three or four turns of him holding back, he eventually did do it, and yeah, he won at that point. He managed to clear it <laughs> off the objective. It's like you should, like I say, you should have done it much earlier. You're just sitting a bit, you know, be a bit too timid with him, basically. I, I think he's he he didn't realise. I think it was in his game against Eddie. Mm-hmm. So he didn't realise that two hits stops the assault. He thought it was three. So I think he had yep. that in the back of his mind as well because I was talking to Luke about it. Um, and he was just like, that That really screwed him up, the two hits. And <laughs> and yeah, nothing, your, your assault doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. But he sort, he sort of learned from that then by the sounds of it. So that's yeah. great. <laughs> well, it's, but yeah, it's one of those things, we'll, I'll talk about it later, but yeah, it's just playing. But I did bleed him dry, I'm happy to report. So at least um, managed to get a, um, I think I got another 6-3 out of that one. Oh, I was going to say, did you break a formation? I you must have been quite close. Formation. Those I want to are... say I might have got the honeys off, yes. Yeah. They, they can suddenly disappear and that's why two of them... No, I didn't. I was trying to, because I was trying to, so one of the grant platoons disappeared. I didn't quite get close enough to it. Yeah, those it's those grants sticking around, and the the if you can get the commanders think around as well. Mm. Actually, trying to get rid of them is not as easy as it should be. No, you got that big, you got a big that big platoon HQ platoon. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, so what was your game Nasty. to? Me. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, it wasn't important. It was only Dave. Gentleman Dave. Dave Madigan. 
kicked my teeth in. No, he, he brought my, my nemesis in mid-war, which is Grants. I can't stand Grants. I hate Grants. Grants are awful. Be fair, I think every, everyone had Grants, didn't they? Or Lees. Well, <laughs> yeah, one or the other. It's just the British Grants, because it's, it's that kind of sweet spot where they're, they're front on a five, which you think's not it's not exceptional, but it's enough. Mm-hmm. And it's the fact you hit them on fours. Yeah. And it's like, oh, that's just... So you're not, you're not able to get through enough hits to make the five dicey. Yeah. And they've got, I think they've got side armor four. They I have think. these days, yeah. It went up in the yeah. course. Which again is quite nice because it means that they're, they're not awesome at assaulting, but they're certainly good. But also if you do flank them, especially with Italians, uh, you're not going to kill too much. And that's kind of what happened. Um, so again, we played counterattack. And again, I was the defender. So again, the Semaventis in uh, the totality of the formation went into reserve. Yeah. Um, the Elefantinos went into ambush, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, I set up in a fairly similar way as I did to the first game. Actually, the the AB41 spearheaded off, and they spearheaded with a platoon um, to ward. So we set up. I set up on the left-hand quarter. They've set up opposite me, and the second objective was on my right if that makes sense. Yeah. Sort of off to the, the, the side. And so, I yeah, I was going to... The plan was I sent one paratrooper over there with the AB-41 to see if I can get there before my reserves turn up and re-secure that, um, that flank. Um, the Elefantinos were going to wait to try and ambush something. I mean, mm-hmm. AT-6 isn't great, but I do love those guns. They're so ha- handy. I, I may or may not have invested in some more. Um <laughs> But they're they just, are a good little gun. Oh, they're so good. But it's just stuff like they're not um, they're not gun teams. No, they're infantry. They're infantry teams. Mm-hmm. So movement orders are a go-go. So you oh. can blitz with them and you can shoot and scoot with them and you can follow me with them and all this kind of stuff. And they've got a movement of eight. That's so infantry, yeah. Yeah, you can flank stuff and you know they they're actually quite quite versatile. They um, I just like them. I think they're they're really. They're really nifty, and they're not that many points because, you know, they're not that great in terms of anti-tank. But I think they make up for it. I think they've got some versatility there. I, I think I poo-pooed them for a long time as being yeah, completely you, you useless. Yeah, but it's, it's it's one of those things where something on paper versus how you see it play is very different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So what did they do? So they've completely ignored the. Uh, objective off to my right. So I managed to get some... I managed to get my armoured cars over there um, and secure that pretty straightforward, you know, not too much um, hassle yeah. at all. And in fact, to the point where I turned around my Lancia and I turned around my infantry and came back the other way because there was there was just no way, you know, the way he'd set up that he was going to go anywhere near that objective. Yeah. yeah. So I repositioned those. Um I did make... There were some mistakes I made in this. Like, I kept shooting six-pounder guns. I probably should have shot his um, mortars and 25-pounders with my HMGs. Mm-hmm. Um, but to be honest, I was just quite pleased at keeping stuff at arm's length in the centre as he was trying to do a sort of board edge creep around the, my left flank yeah. with the entirety of the um, the uh, armour that he had um, and the... So the grants and the infantry. And I managed to pop my ambush with my Elefantinos. They shredded the Stuart platoon and they shredded the Universal Carriers. Yeah. Um, so that was quite 
quite nice. But then they did come up against it against the Grants that then started putting pressure on them. Um, so I just ended up going to ground with them. There's just no point firing the front. You know, you're yeah. you're fishing for ones, and you know the return fire is probably going to get you just because a weight of fire. I mean, yeah. No, I think, what, I think that's the right decision. Yeah. So um, that was all sort of ticking over. Um, my reserves turned up and then just started to barrage things. So on both games, actually, my reserves didn't turn up till turn three at the earliest. Right. So as as per usual, you're like, oh, good. Could have done with some of those. Um, but no, they didn't turn up. So when they did turn up, I was like, well, they're not going to get over the other side of the table. So the Semiventes with their re-rolling hits just started plastering the 25-pounders. And that's vicious. The five Semiventes doing an artillery barrage is not, not pleasant. Um, <laughs> you know, re-rolling hits with two of them. Um, they turn up one turn after the other. I think it was on like turn three and turn four. Mm-hmm. So drove on, set themselves up, started nuking that. But it's just that slow, inexorable grind that got me. Um, they just put pressure after pressure. And in fact, I think his unit of the game was a two-tube mortar platoon from the, the motor rifles he had. Yeah. yeah. It just started, it, once it's ranged in, it's just, you know, you are re-rolling hits, but it doesn't take a lot. And if you play fast enough, you get plenty of turns to try and make that matter. And they're not very many points. So, yeah, yeah. I, I eventually it just ground me down and ground me down and ground me down. But it mm-hmm. did come to a massive bundle on the objective where I nearly had him. Um, he assaulted my Elephantinos and there was a couple of turns where he didn't do any hits and I could have, you know, potentially swung back and, and hit him with the guns. You know, you can't move into contact, but he'd moved into contact with me. Yeah. And I just whiffed my rolls. Yeah. Um, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> well, if they're on, I think they're on fours or f- I think they're normally on fives because they're deadly. They're fours. Mm-hmm. I might have got that wrong. They might be fives again. I'd have to look, but yeah, they ground those out, and then I didn't really have any AT at all. And then he just ground up my infantry the same way. Um, and that was it. Took the objective because I didn't have anything really to contest it. So, again, it was another 6-3, but it was close. It was close. Um, again, it was just difficult because what I found was everyone had taken more than one company. Yeah. So, again, actually, trying to win that counterattack game, I've got to break two companies or try and keep them at arm's length. And I think that probably end, should end in a draw most of the time. Yeah. So, you know, losing like 6-3 is not terrible because it probably should be a 3-3 or something like that. So, yeah, I wasn't too dis- disheartened. It was another good game. Dave's always lovely to play. Mm-hmm. Um, he had his Maori objectives out and everything, so... You know, that's always nice to see. I do um, think about the, the hacker one. Yeah, it's good, so. isn't it? It's lovely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was. It was just. I was a bit disappointed, I suppose, in, in the way that he'd obviously completely telegraphed what he was doing, and because that I was able to respond, and I still felt that even though I had responded, I still couldn't quite get enough. Wasn't enough. No. So from that perspective, it was like, well, I, I did as well as I could. So another three points, but you know. I was a, not disheartened, but it was a bit like, well, I just had the wrong tools. Let down I love Lancers, though. Lancers are awesome. Lancers are awesome. They're so much better than the, the Grand Mount of the 88s. 
<laughs> we can, we'll go over that another time. But yeah, I mean, the Lancy was just about, you know, picking off stuff, it, blitzing and yeah, all kinds of things. It's just, just really handy. And you're dead, and you're dead. And yeah, it does attract a lot of fire, as we'll go into in my next game, but well, I'll save that. <laughs> Eddie, your second game. Uh, so my second game was against Hamster. A hamster? The great hammy. Um, with his horde of olive green. Yeah. Um, olive green yellows. And I think we're playing... What did you play against him, Duncan? You play counter-attack. Counter-attack, yep. Yeah, you play counter-attack again because of the way the mission selection worked. <laughs> so, <laughs> you, know, you, mind. Oh. you know, he was attacking... He, was, he got the attacker Same. roll. Same deal, yeah. Um, now, I managed to keep him, because of the combination of ridge lines and things, I managed to keep him kind of corralled in his deployment area. Um, and he wasn't having much luck shooting me, but then again, I wasn't having much luck shooting him. Uh, my armoured cars went off to the objective in the open to kind of make sure there was right. someone there as he moved forward with his half-tracks. Um. And then we ended up in this weird situation where when my reserves came on, my tiger came up and rolled up onto a hill on the backside of you know, the empty quarter, as it were. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I started... We pinned his armoured rifle platoon that had run over to the objective, the open objective, which then meant that he couldn't get out of his half-tracks <laughs> because we he had... Any way he tried to move out of his half tracks with the pin platoon, it was closer to a visible enemy unit. So I actually trapped him inside his transports. Oh, nice. Until he unpinned, yeah. Yeah, until he unpinned, which he didn't do for four turns. That, even that is with the downside the, to those Americans. Even it? with the commander reroll. Um so it was quite a protracted, you know both being very careful about manoeuvring and picking targets and shooting here, shooting there. And um, he, a a nice little RTFM moment was when uh, he was picking, targeting HQ teams. And I I was like, oh, you can't do that because the mistaken target rule is what the rule is. And he was like, oh no, look at the page before that. And I was like, oh yeah, no, okay. Yeah. That rule is still in there version four. (laughs) that you can target the HQ team and then allocate okay, hits to a nearby platoon as if it were the same thing. Yep. Do you know, we had the same thing come up in ours. Yeah. It's, it's weird, it's, isn't it? It's because it's on two different... So if you, depending on which page you find first, you go, oh, that's the rule. Oh, that's different to what I thought it was. We'll do that. But actually, it's on, yep. it's on both pages. Um, <laughs> which was good. You know, it was good to learn that and, and go through. Um, and we kind of whittling away each other and he was pushing up and his he had the... He had two platoons of the T thirty half tracks. He did. Yes, one each formation. It was they one are each formation. Schmexy. And they are pretty dang good. I um, bought some of those. Yeah, me, <laughs> me too in the sale. <laughs> yep, same here. They're so cheap. They're three points. They're three points, and they're pretty. They're, they're better than mortars. And yep, because they got direct fire. Yeah, yeah. We've also got the mortars as well, and they're cheap. So yeah, you two exactly. points for mortar, three points for those. But double up on both of them in the formation. So I looked, yeah. I looked back at my Sherman formation that I, or that I was running on the list. I was like, oh, that's both information artillery then. So I'm going to have to change that a little bit, I think, for my American Shermans. They're going to have mm-hmm. uh, two lots of support in that respect. 
Um, it's like who needs priests or one of fives? Just go those bad boys. Yeah. This, this is this is the insanity of that list is, and that's why it's got a hundred points of core. Is that it's it's the American stuff? You just got everything you need. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a I'm not a plain guy, but if I was going to take anything out of that list, I would I would definitely take the Warhawks. Um, but yeah, I mean everything else. You like you got armored recce. You've got you know integral artillery. Mm-hmm. It's it's the full the full you know nine yards. I think it's really nice. Like you said, the only downside is a bit the rally's not super, um, and you know the remount on some of the half tracks is is a bit junk. So you know when you do pin them or but sorry when you do bail them, um, they tend to stay a bit a bit bailed for a period of time. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's a uh, it's really nice. The the, the double. Yeah, the double T thirty. I hadn't seen that before, and it it upset me. Yeah, so we ended up in a bit of an artillery duel between my Panzer fours and his T um, thirties, trying to get my eighty um, <laughs> eight. And um, it, I mean, it boiled down to eventually I couldn't get enough weight of fire onto his armored rifle platoon to clear him off the objective. Yep. Um, and then because I was trying to be, he had a unit of uh, Stuarts down there as well that we were playing with. So once we're Panzer threes, basically had Panzer threes and a Tiger trying to clear an armored rifle platoon, the armored rifle platoon HQ and the platoon of five Stuarts off the objective. Now I killed the Stuarts off mm. and in doing so ended up um, overextending the Tiger so that the Lees that I'd been kind of keeping at an arm's length across the board managed to do a long tactical move and get a long right. edge shot, which then managed to luckily bail the tiger. Oh, God. Which then meant that he captured the objective because it was turn six. Because it can't contest while it's bailed. it can't contest while it's bailed. And the Panzer threes were too far the other side because they were trying to stay alive and keep everything in the game. Um, so, yeah. Hell of a shot. Sorry? Hell of a shot. It was, yeah, it was. It was literally two moving, hit with one, pen with one, and I you know, got the one. Yeah, but they're used... getting four dice as well, aren't they? Because they've got the stabilizers. Yeah, I'd already used the lucky to try mm. and keep my um, armored cars in the fight because they had the machine guns that would have um, helped whittle down the infantry. Yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah, so I mean, that was uh, okay. You know, that's just it is what it is. It was a hard slog. But that was my game too. So that was, but unfortunately, because I'd whittled away lots of the bits of platoons and no, not killed a whole one, it was a six-one loss. Oh. Six one. Six one? What is it now? Eight one. Eight, eight, one. eight one loss. Eight one loss. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's I mean that's that is something I learned from Warfare is if you don't look like you're gonna get you know, the win condition, just kill stuff and make sure it's dead. Don't yeah. take, you know, two out of three tanks, kill them all. Mm-hmm. Kill them all. Well I do, I mean the thing is I was looking at getting it was it was one of those things where I could have shot enough off We've had a couple of turns, which I should have kind of had, but he just got the lucky bail, which you know ended the game a bit yeah. early. Did you remember lucky? Yeah, no, I'd used the lucky card already to try and keep oh. my because I didn't. There was nothing that was oh, threatening the tiger at that point on that side of the board. Um, you know, apart from a, a blitz, a tactical, and a long oh, two, dear. a long range shot from two lees, which should have been fine, but you know, if you roll the one, the roll the one. Oh, Them's the brakes. Them's the brakes. Yeah, so that sort of finished day t- 
um, day one. We went had a bit of dinner eventually. Yeah. That curry <laughs> place and get in the bin. Yeah. <laughs> Wherever it's called. What um, what was it called, Lee? East Nye. Yeah, they can get in the bin. <laughs> when you've got five people standing outside going, oh, we're not open for another like five minutes. And we're like, can we just yeah. come and have a beer? And then we'll, you know, no, stand outside in the, in the wet. <laughs> yeah. How about you're not getting any of my money? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, they've they've made my um, list of people I must get vengeance on before I die. The vengeance yeah. list. Yep. <laughs> on the list, that's it. On the list. I mean, obviously, if if anyone from GCHQ is listening, that list doesn't exist. But you know, <laughs> it, it it does. It clearly does. <laughs> it's on a folder on my my laptop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, we roll around day two. Um, sorry, yeah, day two, game three, and I was playing Hammy, and we we're playing final draw. Um, so Hammy was defending, which was Ooh, great. Yeah, that, I, mean, I was going to say that was interesting, wasn't it? Because that's the one we have to pull off units, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I, I knew I had buy my time, wait for the lose strength, go in when it started getting um, dicey for him. So. Patience was the order of the day. Yeah, so I charged in turn two. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Holy. Actually, no. So generally, it, the mission went fine. Um, he had armored rifles in the village, and then the objective I put out on the flank, he basically mined to the point where that I was, was going left hand side, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, his left hand side. Yeah, and there's escarpments there. He had his he had his leaves in ambush. He had his stewards lurking nearby, and obviously he pushed the, the actual um, T-70s could fire over open sights. Um, sorry, T-30s. So I decided to go for the for the for the infantry platoon in the village, thinking the Panzer IVs repeat fire would probably put them down. Mm-hmm. Um, the infantry I'd send in the middle through to cover the shrubs and then hook round to the left to try and get in, and then. The Panzer twos would go swing round to the left and go try and circle the village, while the Marders basically provide covering fire. Right. Um, so in the first turn, I moved up and, like I say, we eventually managed to get the Panzer fours to range in. It's no great effect. The infantry moved up for the shrubs like I planned. His turn, his um, he didn't pop his ambush, but his little thirty-seven millimeters took out two Marders. God, despite really? having despite having long range on my side, he still must take two of them out. Um, that's what I say. I was getting too reliant on fives protecting me, which bit me in the butt each time I did. Yeah, because the, the best armor is not getting shot at all. Exactly. Um, the infantry moved up. They got briefly um, slowed down by mortar ranging on them, but thankfully it had no great effect. I and mean, then my Panzer twos wiped out the little um, armored mortar team that was carrying it. Um, it's oh, like cheap, the cheap, cheap, cheap mortar, yeah, yeah. Yeah, stupid single gun <laughs> yeah. barrage. That's my um, list as well. But when the HMGs opened up and managed to kill about two or three stands, which is an Africa platoon, <laughs> it's quite a big chunk of the fighting strength. Yeah, it's most of it. <laughs> yeah. And over the course of the game, I, I kept pushing in. I was, I was slowly whittling down his infantry. He popped his Lee ambush. Fired out, you know, t- ten shots along that long those long seventy fives. Yep. And he he killed one Panzer, uh, one Panzer two, and belled another. 
Oh my god! And my return fire, I took out three of the five leads, <laughs> which, as he said, so my for one brief shining moment, my luck decided to come Yay. into the actual. I, I thought, oh, oh, game on here. I'm actually yeah, I might get away with this. Yes. <laughs> Don't worry, boys. I've got this. Yeah, so I kept pushing in, but slowly but surely, I was just getting whittled down. I was just losing strength. Yeah. And on the verge, I did get the, the my HQ and the last surviving Panzer II, um, three of one of the platoons on the objective. But his um, Stuarts were swinging around. His HQ leads were there. I had 37, 37 millimeters trying to shoot me long range concealed bit in my rear armor, and eventually Ooh. that locked out. Yeah, um, I managed to keep the martyrs alive, and I managed to pull them. But the two surviving martyrs, they actually stay alive for the rest of the game. Um, just picking off the, they eventually picked off the last two surviving leads of the platoon. You did well to keep them alive. Yeah, so well, it was chasing me around those damn, those damn half track machine guns you kept mentioned on the on the, for the, the actual <laughs> transports. Yeah. Uh, they started off table, but he bought them. He actually bought them back on. Um, <laughs> we remounted them and went. Yep. Yeah, and just well, it didn't remount him. He just kept kept one kept one of the thirty sevens, you know, the unit leader, in range enough, and just kept shuffling around, chasing my marders. But thankfully, he never actually managed to land a hit. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it was a it was it was a tough game, but like I say, in the end, he just managed to get their um break on me. Just I just ran out of strength. You, you, Try and... you kind of run out of puff, didn't you, with that? Yeah. That formation, it just the, if the momentum goes against you, it's hard mm-hmm. to get it, get it going. So I, I worked out his bazookas weren't as scary as I first thought because being only green and then being pinned, they actually like hit on sixes. It wasn't actually as bad as I thought. So I did actually start assaulting into his platoon, and it was working. But he then got into the building, and I was then reliant on he. Whittling him down, at which point, yeah, it's not. couldn't kill him fast enough. And the, like I say, with the Africa platoon wiped out by this point, I just didn't have anybody to go in and get him out. So mm. it ended up in a eight-one win to him. Oof. Which I felt, yeah, it's, it wasn't really a score reflecting the actual game. Yeah. But unfortunately, that's just a. When, no. when you got that many platoons, you just end up getting distracted. Yeah, but I think fighting withdrawal is a good scenario for that that formation it because was, yeah. you can pull off stuff before it breaks, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's about it's the best try I had at beating him. And yeah, it still didn't go. Pain in the bum. Yeah, so what was your second your, your third game, Duncan? My third game was against Harry. Yep. So um we played counterattack just for a change. <laughs> and I lost the and I was the defender again. So um it was an interesting game, this this one. So, I'd, I'd kind of I was quite happy with the the way that my forces had been deployed mm-hmm. um, in reserve. So I kept the same again with the Semaventis still coming on um, uh, from reserve. The the three platoons of them, well, the two big platoons in the command. Yeah. Um, I put my objective down in the sort of my right hand corner on mm-hmm. the long edge. And that was in amongst sort of a village and and some palm trees and there was a um, some of that gravelly sort of broken ground so you know yeah. the stuff that's hard hard cover um, and then he had some ridge lines on his side because he chose to deploy opposite me again mm-hmm. and again like I sent the AB41s off to do a bit of a spearhead and then 
get the paratroopers going again to try and uh, sit on the other objective. Um, I had the uh, 47 mils in um, ambush again. And mm. in this game, actually, they never came out because there was <laughs> never a, a reason for them to. Because right. unlike unlike in the other two games, Harry actually attacked the objective I wasn't on to start with. Nice. So he put his uh, he put his spearhead in on the right hand side and then hooked around with all his armored forces whilst his infantry uh, kind of pinned down my other troops uh, and just started whittling them away. Um, the twenty five pounders seem to get victimized in every game, and whilst they're hardy, you know they do kind of just their strength gets depleted quite quickly. Um, and yeah, it was just an it was a, it was a strange one because <laughs> in the previous games I was begging my reserves to come on. Mm-hmm. In this game I was begging them not to come on because there was four platoons of Crusaders and a platoon of Grants lurking on, there, lurking yes. <laughs> there, and we're not not on, you know not purposefully lurking there, but actually kind of hooking round and and just happen mm-hmm. to be moving through that area. And so what happens? Turn one, reserves roll up. <laughs> I was like, okay, brilliant. So my oh, one unit of Semaventis kind of came on and went. Oh, mother. So, um, I mean, the only good thing is that that did slow him down because, you know, Crusaders don't off move when they want to. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it's just they they weren't killing them fast enough. Even even at 88, um, they're just not, they're not punching through, you know, the six-pounder. He had quite a few six-pounders, I think, and their front armor four. So, you know, you've got a 50-50 shot of not dying. Um, and obviously, you know, you've still got to hit stuff, which is a bit of a pain. The Grants, once again, proved uh, a bit of a nemesis. They they took out most of one platoon, and then, obviously, in my second turn, I didn't get any reserves, and then third turn, the other platoon turned up and went, oh, there's some other Semaventis over there. Oh, why are they all on fire? <laughs> um, but they did at least manage to... Um, they did at least manage to uh, take on the Grants, and I think I killed them. I killed enough of them to make them run off. Okay. So that was okay. But, I mean, it was just... The, the, the problem I had with that, like I said, with the ambush, was that the ambush never came into play because it never really was... The, the objective never really came under too much pressure. I mean, yeah. he did put an attack in with his um, rifle company at one point and just, you know, smashed up my paratroopers, and uh, I smashed him up, and then we kind of just... They're looking at each other with two stands each, you know. Um, yeah, um, and then ultimately the uh, yeah the paratroopers on the other objective, the one where they they actually managed to get there first, and they the uh, that objective was actually in some rocky ground, so they were quite happily sitting there, but they just get over they got overwhelmed by armor because they, they mm. got no integral anti tank. Um, they yeah. had a flamethrower that was taking pot shots at crusaders, but you're fishing for ones to bail them. Yeah. Um. And yeah. Ultimately, they just they just they all, they just died. I mean, there's no other way to put it. They just got whittled into uh, ex- you know, non-existence by um machine gun fire and and um no <laughs> eight, no he firing six pounders and two pounders. Um. But yeah, I mean that's it is, it is a tricky scenario. I, I was pleased I got over there to start you know to actually contest it this time because. Um, it is tricky, but it, it, I think he made the right call. You know, actually going for the the what could have been perceived as the trickier objective. You know, the one that was further away, but because he's got the speed and mm-hmm. uh, maneuverability, it wasn't actually that that difficult. I think for him to get to that side of the table. Yeah. 
But in that, the other thing on this one is that my Lancey was an absolute hero in this one. So I rolled for it being elite for a start, which was always a, it's always a benefit. Um, but it also took on, uh, it took six, six pounder hits um, and shrugged them off. Nice. So um, a combination of the four up save and the, um, you've got to roll a firepower check uh, to the point where on one turn, I think it actually, uh, was it pinned? Yeah, it pinned itself from six pounder rounds. Um <laughs> Because you can't bail it out. So, yeah. It was absolute winner. But, it, yeah, tricky one. Um, I actually lost this one 6-2 uh, this time. Because I couldn't quite break as much as I wanted to on the armoured formation. And, yeah, the, the double British formation of one infantry and one um, one armour of some kind is, is it's just a bit of a devil. Mm-hmm. That little mo- that little motor formation yep. gives, you, it gives you a six planet unit, yep. a universal carry unit, an infantry unit. I mean, you might be able to squeeze in mortars and machine guns depending on what the composition is. Yep, it's nice. I yep. f- I forgot on the, the motor rifle because you don't need the double infantry platoon, do you? No, that's it because yeah. it's basically a mandatory a mandatory motor platoon, a mandatory six planet platoon, a mandatory universal carry platoon. Yep, which is not a lot of points. No, and he, yeah, saying. yeah, the 20, 25 pounders as well, um, mm-hmm. which are just you know, they were quite happy just sitting away, chonking away the whole the whole game. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I, I think I felt more aggrieved by this one than I did about any either of the previous two, just because um, I, I don't, I think I could have probably yeah taken out another platoon, and just the way that the the stuff arrived this time. Just uh, you know, we think, oh, okay. Of course, the same event is ten up turn one in the middle of everything. <laughs> um, they'll bail. I think I bailed. I killed one crusader and bailed one or two more from right. five shots. But then the, the two that I bailed hopped back in and then just started, you know, returning fire. And yeah, in the words of Admiral Wackwell, you can't return. You know, can't repel fire of that magnitude. Um, <laughs> So yeah, I, I don't know. Aggrieved is probably not the right word because there's nothing that you know. Harry did exactly the right thing. It's just it felt a bit like I'd conspired to beat myself. But um, you know, at least everything was on the table this time. I hadn't forgotten my SU 100s, so you know, <laughs> onwards and upwards. I didn't win speed, so no, exactly. So yeah, it was it was another tricky one. I, th- I think I quite enjoyed playing the same scenario three times. To be honest, I know that sounds a bit weird because, but I. I and we'll come on to this in the roundup, but you know, not playing as regularly as I probably should um, it actually gave me the chance to play a scenario over and over and over again mm-hmm. um, against a different opponent each time. So it still was a little bit, you know, it still was fresh. Yeah. Um, and actually see the mechanics of how that worked. Um, I've, I've quite enjoyed it. It's an, it's an interesting scenario as well. It's not, you know. Yeah, if you're gonna play, if you're gonna play a mission three times, at least that's one of the ones to play. So. Exactly. <laughs> Okay. Um... So, my game three was against Mr. Madigan. Mm-hmm. And we managed to get um, fighting with Jorah as well. Um, oh, okay. We had one half of the board was a building, it was a, a town with the steam train on. So, thanks, Mike. And the other half was fairly open with a couple of patches of soft ground. And we had an objective in each other of half the board. 
Um, Madigan had kind of castled up with infantry on one and had all his tanks hiding from my 88 and whatnot from, on the other. Um, and then we ended up... He deployed everything and had his six-pounders in ambush, and I had kind of started to move things around and measured out from my deployment zone to his deployment zone. And then in my head, I was like, okay, so 10-inch tactical move, 4-inch follow me, and a 4-inch mm-hmm. assault, I can actually get my... Um, I can actually get my tiger in on turn one and it'll be outside the range of his, you know, the terrain and all that kind of things. And then all of a sudden Madigan goes, Oh yeah, no, well, obviously I don't have to use my six pounder thing so I can deploy them now. Can't I? It's an ambush. So you've got to <laughs> pop those down hurriedly behind his infantry. <laughs> it's a case of, oh, oh, okay, Dave. <laughs> um, yeah. So you pop that, you know, realizing that if I was going to get there in turn one, there's no way he'd actually get his six pounders into a position before I was on the objective. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, so I ended up, I put uh, the infantry, my infantry, some Panzer threes and Recky went up one flank to put pressure on through the town, not really intending to get anywhere, but kind of just causing a nuisance to themselves. Yeah. And then my pack 40 sat, so a flak 36 sat with an amazing field of view, both across the board as much as it could. And, you know, keeping him honest behind hills. And my Panzer fours kind of, you know, ranged in on, um, ranged in on the uh, infantry, his infantry, and and, and six pounders. Um, yeah. So we ended up kind of looking at a fair, a fair, you know, a fair bit of a skirmish, and it was a game of cat and mouse really, up until the point where I just went, oh, you know, I'll push forward with the tiger. Um, oh no. Yeah. No, it was pretty good. Um, and it was kind of like, okay. I push forward, and I was I was slowly picking off or trying to pick off his six his defensive firing units with the Panzer IV barrage. As I was, how did that work up. out for you? Like the Panzer IVs, did it, were they doing strong work again? Not strong generally? work, but they were doing enough, and they were pretty much immune to his return fire at that range. Yeah, okay. So it's kind of it was good from that respect. Yeah, so we ended up as the Panzer III's are work, Panzer IVs are working hard, you know, trying to pick bits off, and obviously they're not designated artillery. And the firepower kind of hurts them, and the fact that they're, you know, the the um, hitting his infantry on fours kind of things. Yeah. Um, so I got a couple of lucky kills, and I was putting myself in a position. Where I was like, okay, yeah, I might be able to do this. The right flank was an absolute disaster because <laughs> I just I just could not. I mean, there was about five turns. I had five turns. I had three Panzer threes. I had my entire recce platoon of, right. um, you know, two two centimeter half uh, scout trucks and the two machine guns, all shooting his one his his one command stand <laughs> in a building, right? And I, I was going to say, Eddie, don't don't hold back. Tell us how you really feel. I don't think yeah. I don't think I actually made him take a save. What period at all? I, if I did, he had like two out of probably about 40, 50, 40 or fifty dice. Blimey! Ooh. It was it was inter- yeah. So I was, and of course he was sat at the crossroads, which then meant I couldn't really get past him. Um, not that, that was my intention. And then in, in comparison, his return fire was you know hitting my infantry on sixes and sevens in the building. It was like <laughs> with machine guns from his honey. He's like, oh yeah, that's a save on each. Oh. Okay, all right, fair <laughs> enough. Oh, I failed three of them. Oh, they're all dead on your six-up firepower. Yeah, great. Awesome. But I was like, you know, that doesn't matter. That's just fine. You know, that's, that's just the distraction from the main event kind of thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and eventually, I'd whittled it back, I'd, and I, I ended up having to assault 
I had to assault his six pounders with the tiger in ter- in soft sand terrain. Um, yeah. And I went in, and he had defensive fire from two. So was was the soft sand just a cross check? Yeah, so it's yeah, just a cross yeah. check. Mm-hmm. But obviously, mid war tigers are three up cross, not a two up yet. Oh, okay, yep. Uh, yeah, so I was like, okay, it's a bit risky, but you know, I, I need to kind of press this a little bit because he's, he's withdrawing. He's got enough chump platoons that's not really making a difference. No, I'd, I'd whittled away some of his infantry stands. You know, so there's only like two or three in these guns that were contesting the objective. So I went in and. Yeah, managed to pass the cross check, kill I think one gun. The other one, the other two fell back. So now there's only two guns of his four left. But they're now, more importantly, not contesting the objective. Yes. The only unit at this point contesting the objective was one of his infantry two-inch mortar, the two-inch mortar stand from his infantry platoon. Ooh. Right. I went to consolidate out the assault, failed the cross checks, and sat there in the sand. And the next turn, next turn, I'm like, really? okay, you know, it's all right. I'm just sat there. I'm not, I'm not bored or whatever, you know. Um, next turn, some other, you know, some more maneuver went down. He got, um, I put pressure on some of his grants with my Panzer threes, and he just basically drove around the corner and obliterated an entire platoon of Panzer threes <laughs> with one round of shoot in concealment with one round of shooting from long grants. I'm like, okay, I'm starting to hemorrhage there. I was like, all right, it's all or nothing now because those grants are either going to run round and mess up my tiger, or they're going to run round yeah. and kill the rest of the army. But uh, they're only eighty nine, aren't they? Because they're not lees. They yeah, they're but they're going. They were going after the Panzer the Panzer fours. So it was like, well, if they kill the HQ commander, the the mm. yeah, the one Panzer three, and then the Panzer fours, and then that's it. I'm out of the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the more really weak. Yeah. So I, I got the got the tiger unstuck got it in a position, manoeuvred the entire army that could to see the two-inch mortar stand, and I shot three Panzer IVs, one pan- four Panzer threes, and the Tiger, and the Flak 88 at this two-inch mortar stand, and didn't even hit it, didn't even make him take a save. Oh my like, god! What okay, you fours. Well, it's one fours concealed at range, gone to ground. You know, but get that man a VC, yeah, sir. Yeah. Well, then I went for the assault. So it's like, well, I've got an assault here. In defensive right. fire, he has got those two, um, two six pound, two six pounders. Will get the defensive fire. You know, eighty nine yeah. side armor eight. I'm like, mm-hmm. well, hit on fours. I've got my lucky card. You know, so it's a two-up save. So as yeah. as I go in, he, he he rolls his four dice. He hits with three of the hit shots. So I roll three dice and I get two ones and a six. Okay. Oh my so I'm god! Like, right. Well, I've got lucky, so I can re-roll one of those ones. Okay, it's a two plus. That's fine. So he's got one hit now, and then he passes his firepower test and he bails the tiger with defensive fire. Which means that next turn he literally just walks up with the mortar platoon and captures my tiger. Can okay, more, more no. weapon? It can't assault. It's not. It's the two-inch light mortar. It's, a, it's not a gun team. Oh, two-inch mortar. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, right. Yeah. Not the not the three-inch mortar from the. Yeah. Yeah. yeah not the three-inch mortar. It's literally the two-inch light mortar. So it is an infantry platoon. So it can assault and yeah, no yeah. defense yeah. fire. 
And at that point, I was like, well, you might as well call it there because I've not killed a single platoon of yours. I'm not going to kill really? three. Yeah, well, I hadn't bothered because I'd oh. been driving them off and keeping myself alive and tying his stuff up rather than trying to kill it. I was just trying to win the oh, game. Ow. So it went from a, a nice victory to a crushing loss, all for the sake of you know three dice and getting two ones. So what you're saying is lucky's pointless. Well, yeah. Well, not ah, yet. I was like, well, victory's that was, mine. That was very un. That was very unfortunate. No, no, you just proved that lucky's useless. Well, no, I, I'll prove that. I'll prove that next game. Yeah, excellent. As long as we're as long as we're sticking the knife into lucky, I'm all for that. So. <laughs> yeah, no, it was Kate. You know, and it was it was. Uh, Dave said, you know, it, it was it was it was one of those things we just had, had to take a breath and kind of go, yeah, that just happened. Like you went from, yeah, dice happen. You take dice happen. happen, Duncan. I mean, come on. No, but they do. I mean, the trouble is they're always gonna. There's gonna be some point, and this is what you know. I was talking to Martin a bit about is if you're gonna win any kind of event, like and do well, you. You got to ride your luck a little bit because at some point, yeah. you know, something has got the op. You know, the um, something will happen that you can't possibly have planned for. Yeah, and it just it, it, um, it's just unfortunate that, and that's one of those occasions you can't legislate for, you know, three hits out of four on fours. Yeah, and then two ones. I mean, literally anything but ones would have done you, wouldn't they? Yeah. Well, anything but ones once I was ignoring. Yeah. So, yeah, to literally win the game and be like, cool, that's it. Well, even even the one penetrating hit or the doesn't necessarily... Well, no, it's not a penetrating hit, was it? Glancing, it was yeah. a glancing hit. So even mm-hmm. one glancing hit wasn't going to bin you because he's let her four up. Yeah, but it did. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. So, <laughs> what I'm saying is that... And that's that's, that's a lot... the reason it's upsetting, Duncan. <laughs> Is it yeah, but if you add all those things together and you add up the the chance of those happening, it's pretty slim. It's very slim, very very but, slim. He says through gritted but teeth. Not impossible. Yeah, no, not impossible. But then you know, if it was a sure thing, it wouldn't be a game, would it? Yeah, yeah, it wouldn't. So how is your game? Who who's not done game three yet? We've all done game, game three. three. Oh, you're last. Game four, then I'm last. Yeah, yeah, game four. So my my last game was against Dave. <laughs> I was hoping for um, we were playing free for all which is it so we both had all our army on which made my army look even smaller um, <laughs> what were you hoping for something anything a, a, anything that might have you know he might be in defence and might have half his force off mm-hmm. and I wouldn't you know, I just needed some sort of break at that point um, <laughs> yep and it didn't come so I am um, I, was, I, I had the 88 step on the hill to try and get some field of fire. It was a bit of a risk. I, I figured with 25 pounds and mortar, it probably die pretty quickly. Um, I had the Marders and the Panzer Fours at one flank. The Panzer Twos and the HQ relatively central, so I can go either direction. Mm-hmm. And then the infantry are holding the other objective. And so I made an initial feint towards the 25 pounders, like put a bombardment on, but then started swinging the panzers onto the other flank. My thinking was I'd try an outracist grants to get to the other flank. With, um, with what? With my panzer twos. Okay. Yep. Um, he had his six panzers guarding the objective and, and some mortars. 
and the Stuarts. And I think I could take those on. As long as I can get there before the, the, the Grants, I'd be fine. Um, they probably... I, but again, I was relying on... Well, six pounds of air, but I'm at long... He's at long range, so I should be okay. Oh. And I wasn't. How, how? So I lost... I lost... I lost... Um, I lost, I think, one Panzer II straight away in the first turn. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. So I bought... That's so then Panzer IVs dropped the smoke on the, on the, on the area to help help those guys out and that didn't really spot me some breathing space. But then a long range shot from a grant took out another Panzer two from that platoon. <laughs> oh, so now, really? now that platoon was now that platoon was down to two um, Panzer twos. Um did you then like, my I don't know, walk under a ladder or like cross a black cat's path or something. <laughs> I think I think I was just right riding my luck like a little bit too much. Um and then my HQ got whacked by another long range grant shot. But by this point, the other Panzer platoon had been more towards that flank, had got to the objective and actually killed the, the Stuarts off and was sitting pretty much on the objective. Mm-hmm. Um, the six Panzers couldn't really get a, a shot on me. And so I was just in a long range gunfire with some grants. And then the last two Panzer twos arrived to reinforce them. And it was looking good, but again, I just felt thing, it, it, that lack of numbers just started biting. And as the other grants started piling in, I was just losing too much strength. I think the, the, the mid-war German forces, the, the problem is that if your luck runs against you, you know, if someone gets a couple of lucky hits, the, the, the trouble is you can't absorb those casualties. No, it just starts snowballing, mm. yeah. Oh dear, that sounds painful. Yeah, so it was it was a good, it was a good game. Uh, I must say, I actually I did actually enjoy all the games this weekend. Normally, normally when I'm having to, you know, run the tournament and play, I don't enjoy it. But actually, mm-hmm. I managed to have a little bit of um, fun with this tournament. So, yeah, big big, big props to Nathan doing all the admin as well. Yeah, thanks, buddy. Yep, sitting sit in the corner building grants, building grants and um, crusaders <laughs> in the meantime. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I must yeah, say though, good. over the weekend. You did look fabulous in your uh, your hoodies and sweatshirts. Do you know where, where can you buy those from? Oh yes, I, I had my Monty Meat Grinder t-shirt on. You guys had your hoodies on, yes. Yeah, I'm going to sort oh, sort well. you out a hoodie, aren't we now? Yeah, from our merch store, we had our uh, uh, breakthrough assault dot creator dash spring dot com is our Teespring tra- web store. I translate slow so well. As, uh, I know as it's, it's really memorable. It rolls off the tip of the tongue, you know. So breakthrough dash assault dot creator dash spring dot com. Is that is that right? That's well, that's what I googled, and it came up with. Unless someone's like cloned our store with a load of random things of war centric nonsense. That would be hilarious if they had. If we've been bootlegged, I don't even feel a little bit proud about that. Frankly, it's a... yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Have you updated some of these designs, Duncan? Because they've got stuff on the back they never used to have. Yeah, I, I, whenever I get bored, I add a new thing or two up there. Oh, my favourite is the shoot and scoop mug. Which, you've <laughs> really? Got, well, you've got the shoot and scoop mug, which has just got our logo on. And if you scroll down, you've got the shoot and scoop podcast mug. Damn straight. Which also on the back says, Achtung, it's a T34, which I find quite <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> Uh, I get bored. I, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> but it's productive. It's good. Yeah. So we've got various designs, such as Hetz is going to Hetz. 
Uh, run GMC. That's probably one of my favourite. That's definitely yeah. mine. Uh, yeah. Teenage Soviet hero Churchill's Heroes Without the Pletterate Power. Yeah. The old school <laughs> Stug Life. Um, the, Fo- the Fox and Marksman Freehouse. <laughs> From our Team Yankee uh, contribution. Yeah. The Monty's Meat Grinder Premium Tank Top with a battle for hearts and minds of men. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I was wearing. That's what you were wearing. Yeah, the hoodie you didn't, yeah. you didn't a full tank top. Oh, that makes me laugh. I, no, I, I can do them in different colours as well. Can you? Yeah, you can get them in like a neon pink. What, a neon? Oh my God. What, the tank top in neon pink? I'm pretty sure you can. I've got salmon. Salmon? There you go. Hot red? Nice. Delightful. Monty's getting the job done. I'm not allowed to get one of those. <laughs> um, and then, uh, obviously, Martin Turner turned up with um, his uh, to the finish warfare. Did he? Does he have the warfare 2021 on the back? Yep, yep. He he asked if he could have one for that, and I thought absolutely nice. Absolutely. We've got a 2022 design, haven't we? That'd be good. See whatever arm. Or when he wins again. Well, no, for when we take our you know themed lists, where we all take the same thing. Well, exactly the same thing. T- things that don't age well. If I could choose one superpower, it would be Cold War Soviet. Oh. <laughs> I, for one, welcome on you, glorious. I, for one, welcome on you, Soviet overlords. <laughs> what's that? What's that? Uh, yeah, I forgot about that one. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, I might have to get pulled. So. <laughs> Oh well, day one, um, you wear your DAC, wear your DAC hat. Your, uh, <laughs> yeah. Can we I, not wear the thing with the swastika on and the sword, please? I, I, I forgot that it, yeah, had it badges. Was... Mine doesn't have badges, yeah. which is why I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, whoops! Man, I, I'm quite proud of my little knot stickers. Right, they're good. Yeah, that's like I liked them. Yeah, you know, they they definitely work in terms of go shill my little web store now, my Etsy store. For uh, Flying Fez Industries, for my non-swastika, swastika aircraft recognition decals. Um, where I replaced the swastika. Like, mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, this is when you want to have the flags on, like the air, air recognition panel kind of thing, where they had to, for, um, Nazi flags on. But you want to have Nazi symbology on it, which is you know, understandable. Yeah. So I thought, what's the most, what's the most non-Nazi thing I could think of? And it was the peace symbol. So uh, I've replaced the, the swastika with a little peace symbol on the water slide. Did you replace it with the Mickey Mouse logo? You know, I like was, the three years. I really wanted to, but then I realised that people could construe that as taking another political statement. <laughs> <laughs> it goes from like upsetting people who don't like Nazis to upsetting Disney Corporation by calling uh, by calling Disney Nazis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I was like, well, actually, they've probably got more lawyers than the people upstairs. Yeah, they are quite is... litigious. Yeah. So I decided not to do that. Um, and also, apparently, the, the mouse shape is copyrighted. Oh, almost certainly, yes. Yeah, the, the concentric circle type thing is is definitely... Oh. So I did look at... I did, that was one of my thoughts. I was like, oh, I could do that. And I was like, wait a minute. This is probably not the best idea. Um. Yeah, so he, that was that was your game four, Lee, right? That was my game four. See so yeah. it, uh, Duncan. Duncan. Uh, 
I got run over by Luke in game four. It didn't feel consensual uh, <laughs> at any point. Um, it was quite horrific, actually, because um, we played Gauntlet. Right. And uh, that's the one with two objectives in kind of the middle of the table. And the defender not only has delayed reserves, um, they also set up on the sides. They don't set up on the objectives. Mm-hmm. And Luke's, It's a very weird mission, that. Yes. It's, I, I actually... We, we talked about this afterwards. I don't know if I'm if I'd have been any better off attacking in that scenario with the force I had, because even the attacker has to move. Yeah. And it was just, I mean, I don't think Luke shot in turn one. I think he just dashed with his entire army. Um, That's a lot of movement. Which is just, it was just, I was swarmed by Stuarts and Crusaders and then there's these slow, fat, waddling grants at the back. <laughs> oh no, they had reserves. They had he had did have reserves, so his grants were in reserve. Yeah, wait for um, me, boys. Those yeah. grants aren't that slow. <laughs> no, they're not. Well, they are. They're a Sherman. I think his 24-inch uh, cross-country dash move with his honeys was. Um, yeah. It, it put me under the cosh almost straight away, so I didn't actually manage to leave my deployment area. Well, that's one of the things I'm looking forward to for Comets in Late War, because they do a similar thing. When I took Comets to Warfare, when we still had the conversion rules. Yeah. And I ended up, my scattered reserves put them completely the wrong side of the board. But because there was nothing in the way, I could cross-country dash, and I was back where I wanted to be in the next turn. I was like, oh, wow, these things are pretty quick. I couldn't work out why the attacker got the first turn as well, because it just means that as a defender you're already Doubling. 40% down and you're not yeah. going to get any reserves for three turns minimum your reserves when they do turn up have got a 50-50 chance of being on the right side of the table and you're also going for second so you you can't you know literally I was going um, I can't respond now because if I move my infantry I'm going to get machine gun in turn two whereas at least if I went first I would only take one round potentially of machine gun fire Mm-hmm. But yeah. it was yeah, it was just it was just horrible. I mean, he, I think there was the hero for me in this one was my M fourteen forty one tank. So I changed up my reserves. So I had um, one platoon of Semaventis, one platoon of Paras. Um, the forty uh, seven mils I actually put in reserve because mm-hmm. I thought they can come on and that could actually be quite useful. Um, but yeah, the Luke put an attack, uh, an assault in on turn two onto my paratroopers, which were probably only maybe 20 inches up the board, if that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. So they were, yeah, going to get beaten to a pulp. And because you can include your commander, so you had the four uh, HQ stewards and then a Stuart platoon, sorry, honey platoon. So you had seven, um, seven honeys going in all at once. Yeah. Uh, which is disgusting. Um, this mm-hmm. little 1441 uh, that was sat eight inches away managed to ping two of them and bail them. Oh, nice. So it stopped the assault on turn two, but I mean, if it hadn't done, I would Are you in... sure he's your friend? Who? Luke? <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I think he's had some other... He, you know, he'd learned his lessons from previous games. It was the fact I was playing in turn four. It was like, no, no mercy. Sort yeah, but like, I was figuring um, out what he does, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um... And it, yeah, like I said, I, I don't. I think we sat down afterwards and went, yeah. If this had been reversed, you're still in trouble because all I'm doing then is, I, he was like, well, what are you going to do? Move forward into my machine gun. 
Come that, yeah, good, good, good point. Um, so I think it would have just been very similar if I'd have um, switched sides. But and of course, it was just one of those things where my 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 Simaventi platoon turned up on the wrong side from reserve when I did roll for it. Um, and then the 47 mils turned up on the wrong side as well. So the Simaventi oh, turned up scattered far. reserves, isn't it? Yeah. It's not scattered reserves. It's just you get a 50 50 shot as to which of your deployment areas they turn up in. So yes, it's not scattered true scattered. Service. No, scattered is the one, two, three, four, five, six, isn't it? Up the corners and sides and then on the back. Okay. But yeah, it, in essence, it's, just, it's similar. Um, so yeah, they just turn up where they didn't want to be as well. So I had 47 mils turn up on the side which was swarming with Stuarts. Yeah. <laughs> and they turned up and went, oh, we're going to fire once then, are we? And then get well, machine gun to death. Yeah. Yeah. Which is exactly what happened. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was it was just one of those ones where the scenario didn't fit my army at all, like, in the slightest. Um, and I got absolutely tonked. Although I did manage to kill three platoons again, so I think. Oh, that's not absolutely. Yeah, I think I got three platoons. Was this? Were you on a maneuver stance or defense stance? On maneuver stance. Maybe, maybe you should go for a true defense stance. Well, I thought about this, and I'm not. I'm. I, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure because I'm still ending up with reserves. It's just yeah, but it's not a... reserves that hurt you. It's the mo- having to move your force. It's the movement, yeah. And you don't get that with any of the actual true attacker defending missions, I think. Yeah. In the expanded table. So yeah, we might have to look at that again. But I mean, we'll we'll come around to that in terms of the wrap up. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, it was just the wrong scenario, wrong day, wrong army, <laughs> wrong opponent. I mean, like I said, I was lucky to get three points in terms of just being able to kill. I think I killed a Grant platoon. No, I didn't kill a Grant platoon. I killed a Crusader platoon. And I think I killed two Stuart platoons. And that was me three. But it just got swamped and, yeah, everything evaporated and it was all a bit messy. Oh, dear. Yeah, it was. It was. It wasn't much. It, it was still a good game and it's not one I played, you know, it's not like I've played um, Gauntlet very often no. yeah. um, I do remember it for, like having oh, I have played that one before whereas I don't think I've played Counter-Attack before um, but yeah it was just it was just very very tough uh, against all those just swarming machine gun armed tanks and it's, it comes back to mid-war you don't have the integral AT to be self-sufficient so no yeah lessons learned you don't even have an tank rifle or anything, do you? In your in that, no, in the, par- the parachutes they get the, the the option to have the flamethrowers, and that's it. They got nothing else. Ouch. Yes. All right, Eddie, your last game. So my last game was against Harry, um, and we ended up. I can't remember we were playing in the end. Free for all. <laughs> that was it. It was another free-for-all, um, which I quite liked because I got all my force on the board and I looked pretty scary and um, scouted forward the half-tracks with one of my, uh, with the Tiger, kind of put pressure on yeah. one objective and shut down the other flank with the Flak, uh, Flak 36. And Well, Harry's army doesn't have any high-end AT in it, did it at all? No. So, so it's topping out it. what, 89? we push forward and... Uh, you know, draw. He he fell massively for Tiger Fear, mm-hmm. and ended up wasting all of his shots and everything trying to shoot the Tiger. 
which to me was good because with a bit of careful positioning and, you know, turning one side and shooting, you know, electing to shoot another target to get the turret over, at one point I had a 50-50 chance that I could ignore all his hits because, you know, it was either he would shoot oh the front God. armour or he would hit the, you know, hit the turret, which was on the other side. Um, oh, Eddie, you bad man. Yeah, I know. I felt a bit dirty at that point, but I was determined mm. to make this work. And the whole plan, he, he, you. he only <laughs> had his um, 25 pounders sitting on the objective. Yep. And because they were live from straight away, my original, my initial plan was to... Um, were you going to bum rush him? Well, no, I wanted to pummel them first and hopefully get it down to two guns and then bum rush him. Kill <laughs> kill one of the guns. Yep. And then... You, you and me bum rush the best, best gun in the war. You got to build up to it. Yeah, exactly. So... Um, he was aggressive down one flank and then kind of stopped and turned around and tried to come back a little bit when he realised it was overextending and the tiger was going to you know, ruin his day. Um, and eventually I was like, oh, you know what? I've pinned, I've pinned the platoon. One of them can't see from where it is in the hill. You know, I might as well just go in with the tiger. So it would be three um, 25-pounders shooting at me in defensive fire. Mm-hmm. Um so it's only three shots, um, with which he hit with all three. Oh. Um, which then I rolled two ones and a six again. This all right, you got lucky, Eddie. Yeah, I know. So I can reroll one of the ones, which I did, and then uh, yeah, of course he bailed me with the remaining one. So not only was it incredibly statistically unlikely, it happened two games in a bloody row, <laughs> didn't it? But it's all right, you had lucky. Unbelievable. Um, and then he had oh, his HQ oh, command stand was like sick, chilling at the back of the board, just ran over, ran over. And I'd kind of, I thought about the captured tiger thing. So I actually had my armored cars close enough to, for defensive fire to protect the tiger from the infantry assault. Only well, the rest of his army shot the crap out of the, the, the two, two, twos killed them. And then the tiger got captured in assault again. Anyway, well, actually captured, not captured, tanked. Well, it's, it was bailed out and got assaulted. So yeah, yeah, but he didn't turn it against you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The card, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, the card. No, um, but I'd kind of seen this was going to happen, or had the potential happening. So I'd positioned my HQ Panzer Three on the right-hand flank to threaten his other objective, which was guarded by long-range six-pounders, a couple of tanks, and an HMG platoon sat on the objective. So I lost the tiger. I was like, okay, well, that kind of sucks. But I pressed up, assaulted into in, into his HMGs on the other flank the next turn with the Panzer three. Pushed them back a little bit. They were still contesting, so I'd have to kill them next turn. Um, and consolidated into long range, kind of hiding half behind behind a hill the best I could. Sat on the objective, thinking, no, that'd do. Now that at that point, he managed to move his um, one platoon of crusaders up onto a hill and at long range overworked and concealed managed to obliterate my panzer 3 HQ with a 6 pounder oh my god <laughs> and I'm like this is just ridiculous like, how can uh, okay um, so then we got embroiled into like a swirling dogfight in the middle with things dying and infantry pushing up and shots here and shots there um, but luckily I had another Another crack with the second Panzer Three platoon, and that pushed up. Right, 
Um, and it, by the time I got there, he'd actually moved his tanks onto the objective um, or behind the hill, so they're out of sight, with the infantry. Um, and I had one tank kind of sitting there and he overextended. So he, he got carried away trying to kill me rather than... Like- yeah, so he moved out of contention with half of his tanks. So he had oh, he no. ended up at the start really? of one of my one of my turns. Yeah, and then he missed the shots because of my veterancy. So he ended up at the start of one of my turns with the Panzer three sitting there with only one Crusader and one infra- one HMG stand at opposite ends contesting. Um, the Crusader got taken out by a long range. Uh, the Pack thirty six missed, but a long range Panzer three shot took it out. Um, from the other from the other um, platoon, and then I assaulted the last infantry stand, the HMG stand, and squished it under my tracks to win the game. <laughs> so that was the, that was the second win. Uh, but it was like Plan C at that point to actually oh, win the that game. Sounds hard fought. It was. It was really good. Um, it was a really good game. So thank you very much, Harry. You know. By the end of it, we're all getting to that point of just like playing four games with brains running down your ears, and you're just like, "I, I actually appreciated the the two games on each day, with the slightly longer breaks in between. I felt actually mm. quite fresh by the oh, end. It's much more civilized than doing cramming five yeah. in. Absolutely, yeah. Kudos to whoever thought of that, Lee. <laughs> hey, you're welcome, Dunk. Yeah, it's, it's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, it was just yeah it didn't feel rushed at any point and it, it just felt um, whilst I was a little bit I was exhausted on day, the Saturday actually I, I conked out before match today and then woke up halfway through and thought have I actually watched this or not <laughs> I can remember, I can remember what, what who's playing what day is it where are we yeah where are we who's Prime Minister oh god who's Prime Minister um, <laughs> who's this Putin fellow um, yeah Ra ra raputin, um, <laughs> but yeah, I I I really enjoyed all of my games to be honest. Apart from the last one against Luke, who I hate, you know, personally now he's, with a passion. He's, yeah, he's, he's so he's, he's got such an abrasive personality. That's what gets me. He, he has, yeah. He's like uh, it's like fingernails down a chalkboard. Yeah. Like, <laughs> For those who don't know, Luke, he's he's the nicest guy. <laughs> <laughs> Apart from when he's playing me, and then he just starts. Kicking my teeth in, apparently. <laughs> I think you just start all kicking, out. You start kicking your own teeth in and blame it on him. That's yeah, that's that's it. Yeah, I threw myself. I threw my mouth onto his foot. Yeah. Yeah. Stop hitting yourself. Stop yeah, hitting stop hitting yourself, yourself, you idiot. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I think it was. I think it went rather well. We had quite a few people coming over and looking as well, didn't we? Which we yeah, nice. I, I was actually. We, yeah, it was really quite interesting. I had quite a few people showed interest. Had a few people I haven't seen ages come by and say they were getting back into flames as well, which was really good. Oh really? Yeah, a couple of, um, like Big Tall Andy came over. Who was um? Is that his um, first name, Big Tall? <laughs> I just need to differentiate. It's just how you should differentiate people. Is he actually big and tall? Because if so, his parents were spot on the money. Uh no, yes. it's, it's it's like one of those British things. The ironic, oh, right. the ironic nickname, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, he's really short. Big Tall Andy. No, um, yeah, I used to play we played back in version three days and took a long break, and now it's just getting back in version four. Oh, cool. That's yeah, always a few, nice. Yeah, a few, I mean, like. Dad's bringing the kids over and hoping to get the kids hooked in, I think. But, uh... I was going to say, <laughs> I, I, I think as well that you always do a banging job with the terrain and it's, it's that 
that we always play with quite a lot of terrain anyway, but I think those tables looked excellent. Yeah. Um, and, I think I might put a little bit too much terrain. I might have had to... <laughs> it might, let, let's just say there was a, a density of terrain that was unusual, but mm-hmm. I don't think that was a bad thing. It certainly changed no, up the game. It, it made it different. Yeah. Different's good, right? You don't want to play the same stuff over and over again, unless you're going no. to ETC, Eddie. Um, and then, uh, but also it was next door to some 40K games and it was next door to some War Machine games and things like that, where the terrain is not of, of the same density and quality. No. Which I think is always it's always nice actually. I think it makes it stand out the more so because of it. Well, I noticed that uh, my friend Mike playing with his Genesis Coat versus Stuart and his custodians had quite a lot of terrain on his table. So I think it was, <laughs> was it a competition at that point. I think it's, I think it's just trying to make the player places for his dealers to lurk. So <laughs> <laughs> as these big you know Debbie gods go running around stabbing them and stuff. Exactly. I can't believe how big those custodians are. I've never seen them in real life. They're huge. No, they are. They they look like. As I said, you're playing twenty minutes, and he's playing forty. Yeah, it's very strange. (laughs) But so yeah, what's up? Yeah, what's up from the weekend then? So going first, I think like I say, my force German armor is just even with the martyrs being like a discount for you. The actual main tanks, even short barrel ones, just don't bring enough mass to the game. They're too expensive. I thought having the Panzer twos in to flush out the formation, so they gave me a spearhead as well. I mean, having like the short barrel threes, the short barrel fours. Yeah. So I had like nine nine threes and three fours plus three twos. Um, it just uh, but every game it just felt like I was just losing strength at the worst possible time. Yeah, I was just, just bleeding out. Yeah, they're too squishy. Especially when it's being, you know, being overwhelmed by, you know, crusaders and honeys and that kind of thing. It's just I can't, I can't kill you fast enough. Especially with eight of my tanks off in reserve. Yeah, and you you can't afford to lose a couple to some bad dice either. You know, a couple no. of ones popping up at the wrong time. You're like, oh, yep, that's gonna be awkward. Yeah, so I think if we're gonna do another mid war tournament in Africa, I'd probably be looking at trying to do a ninetieth. Well, I say not, but try and do like a, a Panzer Grenadier force. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so like two Africa platoons, bunch of Pack Thirty Eights or Capture Six Pounders. Maybe capture six a pounders. you filthmonger. Honestly, I, know, I, just, I, I do like I do like capture stuff as you well know. <laughs> Some catch twenty five pounders for artillery. Who are you? What you done with Lee? Dirty, yeah, dirty. Yeah. And maybe some, like, you know, up-armoured Panzer Freezes a one-dice reserve, because, like, five of those up-armoured Panzer Freezes 40 points. Yeah, you can you can, you can can mix and match them in as well if you really want to yeah. go for it, because you can get some of the... Um, you can get a short-barreled one in there and things like that, and then drop yep. drop one, I think, to a short-barrel, so you've got an ablative wound almost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's not the worst reserve. Yeah. But I think ultimately the problem was it's a freshly painted army. So, you know, you take a freshly painted army to a tournament, it never works. Oh, it's too pretty. It's too pretty. It's too pretty. It it suffered because it wasn't, you know, it wasn't uh, an ugly, scratchy one. (laughs) I mean, how how often did your 88 do very well on its big base? Well, the base never was the problem. It was just the fact there was an 88 and there's lots of things shooting, dropping artillery onto the 88. It's too pretty. (laughs) Too pretty. Too pretty died. That's the rules. Yeah. So what was what was your takeaway from it, Duncan? I need to play more. That is true. That's just it. Like Luke and I were talking on the way home in the car, and it's just 
understanding the the combinations of um, uh, stance and then the missions themselves, and playing the missions and being familiar with them. That's that's our downside, if you like, because we don't play enough to know that the, you know, almost like oh it's gone lit right. I need to do this with my army. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I, that's why I think I appreciate playing the same scenario three times. Because actually, when you know the scenario and you know, you know what your reserves are going to look like and things like that, it allows you that mental capacity to work out what you're trying to do. Yeah. Rather than trying to work out how do I, you know, how does this even, how do I set up? Um, but I quite like the Italians. I like the Italian powers. Um, like I said, I've, I've invested in the rest of the formation. I'll flesh that out. Um, so I've got three full platoons now, and then some more. Um, Elefantinos, because I quite like the idea of doing that, um, using that card, which allows you to um, have a second or plus one ambushing unit. Ooh. So you can, ha- so yeah, you can have um, in scenarios where you don't have an ambushing unit, you always have an ambushing unit of uh, wow. the forty sevens, right? And I quite like the idea of the, of just having that um, option, because again, you know, in scenarios where you do have an ambush, you have got two ambushes now of forty seven mils. Yeah. Um, and that that does change things, I think. But they they're a lot of fun. Um, they're a lot of fun, the Italians. Um, and I quite like the idea of doing some of those mixed formations as well. So uh, I really liked the five strong Semaventi platoon to the point where I think I'm actually going to take out. I've, we're playing on Friday, and I'm thinking actually I might rejig my back to have um, five Semaventis in in support rather than four, uh, sorry, three Panzer Fours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's two points more. That's it. It's pretty tasty. It is pretty tasty. It's, I think it's a lot tastier than um, yeah, having three Panzer Fours, frankly. I, yeah, I'd say so. So, um, yeah, I'm going to have a jiggle around with that, but I, I, I think I'm going... It did make me appreciate that I am just further reinforced that I am an infantry player. I felt far more comfortable. I I played that army with the Semaventi company by itself and uh, I had to drop one of the 25 pounder platoons to get, um, to get these, what I needed into the list, but I was a lot happier with it. Mm -hmm. So um, from that perspective, that was good. Eddie, what was your takeaway? Uh, well, what did we have? We had uh, barbecue burgers. <laughs> that was eating. None of that was takeaway. That was takeaway, yeah. Um, Certainly not from that att- bloody Indian restaurant. we not taking anything <laughs> other than my, my absolute rage and contempt. <laughs> no, it's good. It's four good games. It's good people. Um, you must have been at a different event, Eddie. Well, I still had fun. Still, you know. <laughs> Still had fun. Wasn't playing Malifaux, really? at least, you know. Um, oh, oh, that's very really unfair to Paul Malifaux. 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 Yeah, oh. I think um, definitely reached the limitations of that list. Um, like Is it say, a bit one-dimensional for you? No, I just you know three tigers would have been better. Um. Mm. So three I don't tigers. know what three tigers isn't the way forward, Eddie. What happens? Unfortunately, if... you can't... can you have three tigers in you can, desert? Unfortunately, well, you can use the ghost panzers. Oh no, you can't because they're not a formation. You have to use yeah, ghost panzers. Yeah, 
But doesn't that leave yeah, you a problem with reserve? Yeah, of course it does. It's ridiculous. Um, hmm? Yeah, of course it does. It's a ridiculous list. <laughs> okay. You end up going, I'm deploying a Tiger and some anti-aircraft guns. <laughs> I hope my reserves turn up soon. And when you do return, turn up, you can go, I can kill at most six teams a turn if everything goes correct. Uh, or three teams a turn if I move. And you have yeah. 395 million teams. Um, yeah, no, it's not good. Um mm-hmm. I think, obviously, being the very, 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 very first book <laughs> without... Just not good. Well, the Africa stuff is very limiting, isn't it? Um, I need to start playing some more Iron Cross and like Ghost Panzer lists to see if there's anything more in there. Um, but I'm still not convinced that there is the competitive German... Um, the competitive Axis lists are few and far between... Mm. I yeah I re I'm really liking my 90th light one at the moment. Yeah, I am, but it's just that it's the infantry platoons are so brittle again. Mm. And then you look at the size. No, you, put, you, put H, you, know, you put HMG in; it helps. Yeah, it, it, it it does. Um, it helps a little bit, and even putting that. Stinky mortar, the one stinky mortar in. <laughs> well, the um, problem with stinky mortar is that's two points. It's ridiculous. Whereas the HMG is just a point for the extra team. <laughs> I don't know why it's two points. I don't know why it's just really. I don't know why. <laughs> you sit there and you go, just right? So I have this. I have this infantry platoon, and if I add this one HMG and this one eight centimeter mortar, well, I, I mean that's the thing. That eight centimeter mortar, or a platoon of T thirties. <laughs> yeah, they are both two points. Which one is better? Yeah, the eight, three armored half tracks that can fire a bombardment and direct fire, or this one mortar team inside a platoon <laughs> which has to reroll hits. Um, and oh, oh, by the way, if you fire it, it gives away the rest of the platoon's position, so therefore they hit easier. So you yeah. actually want it to be gone to ground most of the time. Well, you put it like that. It's yeah. It's the the Africa, Africa. The DAC points are just don't make sense. Wonky. They're, they're written that before wonky. you know they're written before the game had released and got into the wider circulation. Um, and then because they don't want to change anything, they're not going to change. So. You know, suck best, it. Best bet. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you guys think about if we have, if we do another mid-war tournament using their um, bond shot points? No, no, just stick with normal points. And... No, it's just uh, this, uh, I get why they've done it, but I do think it's still it's. <laughs> How do you sell that to someone who who doesn't know what they are? Maybe? Yeah, I mean, you know, I, like I, Harry I Harry's say... first tournament. Like what you're saying, use these points that you've you've never seen before. You don't know how they work. You might not have never played a game with them, and just tough. I, I get what they've done, but I think it's just a different audience. And um, uh, are mm. we? Are they really that bad? Did anyone have a bad game over the weekend? No, 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 definitely not. Uh, that, I mean. That that's kind of it, I think. I mean, I, I, think, I, I think the the kicker there is even over the how you know we played was it four four times four sixteen games. 
and the Axis won two of them. I mean, that's not great. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not great. He's not the best. He's not the best. So uh, I think the DAC suffer in particular. So I don't know whether or not there's anything redeeming in using the other late mid-war, the later mid-war books um, as DAC lists. I'm not sure because because the tanks A get more expensive. Yeah, but do they get proportionally better? Mm. Well, it has to be fair. You know, the tanks are the same in both, you know, Short, you know, short ones, long ones, all the same. Big ones, small well, ones, ones, some as big as your head. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think because the the other thing, the other small issue I have with the one shot rules is that there's a lot of change in there where I don't necessarily think that anything needed changing. Yeah. Like so, Marders, yes, they're then they're not right, and German Panzers are not right. Did everything need to be reviewed? Like, is it worth tweaking a point here and there on some of the other stuff? I don't know. Yeah, I don't think they're going to. I don't think everything that's tweaked this. I thought like, there's, there's pages and pages of stuff though, isn't there? There, I mean, there is. Yeah, but I think it's money focused because they got all the different, you know, lists in there. Kind of thing. Well, maybe I should. I might, maybe I'll go back through them. I'll have a look through. We can run them. I've got no problem with running it. I think it's. It's an entirely valid. Yeah. yeah. Just a few games down the shop just to try them out. I mean, the other thing is, this list is the same list as I took to my very first Warfare mid war tournament. So I, I didn't really tweak it at all. So it'd be interesting to see if I came it with a fresh fresh face and went, okay, you know, I run infantry with the Tiger. Maybe that might be a bit different. Mm. Or just get the yeah. Italians done. With Italians with the Tiger? Italians with a tiger. I mean, technically, you could do that. Could you do you that? No. Yeah. no, you didn't. Why, why couldn't you? Because the Italians, the Italians can only take the single platoon choices listed in the Italian book, and by that point, the tiger hadn't become a single platoon choice. It is only support. I don't think you can run Italians with the Tiger legally. What about illegally? Well, illegally, you can take King Tigers in mid-war. There you go. Lee, Lee doesn't check lists. We've already established that. So. <laughs> it's still... well, it might do it in future, yes. <laughs> it's still, it'd still get bailed by defensive form. <laughs> <laughs> the final insult. Um, maybe, that's the, maybe that's the challenge. I, I did, on the plus side, though, I loved going back to mid-war. Yeah, I really yeah. enjoyed Midwall. It's completely different. It has something about it stupid, that isn't but... It sounds well, silly, exactly. But... It, it sounds self-explanatory, but the fact that infantry isn't self-supporting, I quite like. Yeah, it's a little, it's it's hard, and you can get in some really awkward positions, and you can get in bad matchups and all kinds of stuff. But that's good because it it's got a negative. Like there's a downside to not having proper supporting, yeah. you know, self-supporting stuff. All right. Uh, so let's recap the results in the week. Um, so Hammy won Best Allied General. Woo! Uh, Eddie won Best Axis General. Yeah, I did. Duncan <laughs> got Do Best Painted. Least terrible. Yeah. I was the least <laughs> worst baddie, yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. He's terrible. Duncan got best painted. And Harry got most sporting. Very nice. So, yeah. Great weekend. Very nice. Okay. Um, right. So, RTFM. Very, maybe. very quick RTFM because it is very quick. So quick that you may miss it. Um, in assault, when a platoon has to break off, breaking off, a unit that breaks off is pinned down. Now, bear in mind, yes. that is the only time a unit becomes pinned down in combat is if you have to break off. Yeah, not when it takes a hit. Yeah, anymore. It's so just, all that I getting that hit wrong. stuff, that's version three. Forget that. If you mm-hmm. fail, if you if you break off, either voluntary or forced to, you are pinned down. Okay? All teams from that unit immediately move at tactical speed the shortest, shortest distance needed to be further than six inches or 15 centimetres away from all assaulting teams. Uh, yeah, if the team cannot move on the six inches from all assaulting teams or fails a crossroll on terrain while attempting to do so, it immediately surrenders and is, and is destroyed. Mm-hmm. Um, Which... The important bit that came up in our game against Lee is it's the shortest distance needed to be further than 60, six inches away. So you can't move further than 6.0001. Because if you do, if you do any more than that six-inch standoff, you you're moving longer than the shortest distance. Yeah, and you will, yeah, and, you ha- and because it's the shortest distance, you don't really get control which direction it is. You just move, show away, or get you the shortest distance, to get outside six inches. Yeah, which was hilarious. Well, which actually was hilarious because when Luke did assault my tiger and tried to capture it, I had to break off six inches towards the objective because he'd swung in from behind me <laughs> yeah and a similar thing against hammy where when he broke off he re- he broke off and the only way he could go was back mm. onto his own objective interesting okay yeah um there is a little bit it says once the unit is broken off it is no longer a defending unit if all defending units break off the assaulting unit automatically wins the assault and can consol- can consolidate yeah um so, yeah, it's the shortest distance needed to be more than six inches away. That is RTFM for this episode. Okay. Um, events. Oh, I had to bring up my thing. One second. So we've had that. That goes for. So I can delete that. It's done. It's done. Hooray. Thank so you very much, Lee. Deck fifth. Deck. Yeah, I'll start thinking of a fancy name. And maybe looking at doing something like say or late autumn, early winter. Dak Dak, fifth is a verb. <laughs> um, uh, events: Flames of War Island are running an event on the nineteenth of March, so that is in a couple of weeks' time. Um, Spring Awakening at Tactical Retreat Moira 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 Moira. It was a hundred. I'm trying to get this down. I, I can't read I don't it. Know what happened there? It sounded like you're stroking out there for a second. <laughs> Key smell toast. (laughs) Striking something out. Um, 105 (laughs) points late war. Uh, £12.50. Which is quite good for one day. Nice. It's wonderful, yeah. Um, Cheaper than cinema. Yes, cheaper than the cinema. Uh, Then we also have uh, Christopher James who sent us the Tabletop Republic Flames of War tournament in March, which is the 19th of March, same same day, so 19th. Yes, two Flames of War tournaments in the same day, sport for choice. Uh, that one is in High Week in Buckinghamshire at the Chilton Shopping Centre, Tabletop Republic. 
but but Eddie, yeah. Eddie, I thought Flames of War was dead. Flames of War is dead. Okay, at least, at least I'm dead in Flames of War. Um, <laughs> then we have the 9th and 10th of April. Cool rivalry at Battlefield Hobbies. Going to come up and trash Hammy's place. Um, yep. I've got a ticket. I've got a ticket. Yeah, and we've got a hotel room. Whoop, whoop. Oh, not necessarily in that order. Lads, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Have you worked out who's Big Spoon yet? Yeah. It's, it's more the dirty protest in the morning that's... <laughs> <laughs> I think we should do it by victory points. Gets to choose the bed. <laughs> oh, that that would be the worst, wouldn't it? Who's winning? You're not winning. You're not winning. On the floor. You're in the yeah. bar. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but why is it full of spiders? Ninth and tenth of April, Carivery, Battlefield Hobbies, Daventry, hundred point late war with mission specific tables. Um, very excited about that. On the eighth, seventh, and eighth of May, there is Bunningrad at Battlefield Hobbies. Uh, yep. Which is the hundred point mid war competition with amended points. So we'll see how the weekend. I think is Goddard going. going to that? Is Mark going? Oh, he's probably going. It might be. Yeah. Or it may be one of his children's birthdays. He's again. He's forgotten. But. Um, oh snap! Uh, um, so yeah, Bunningrad, and then the twelfth and fourteenth of August is probably going to be the ETC, probably in Warsaw. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Maybe. Um, Has that been clarified at all yet? That's under discussion. Okay. The 13th and 14th of August could be the British Historical Gaming Society's competition at Trent University. Um, I need to find out more about that. Um, the 12th and 13th of November is Warfare at Farbra near Reading. In a hangar. In a hangar. On a, it's on the runway. Actually, it says here the ETCs moved to the Free Republic of Donetsk. <laughs> It's sponsored oh. by the People's Liberation Front of Ukraine. <laughs> Not to be confused with the Ukrainian People's Liberation Front. Oh no. Those splitters. Um, <laughs> yeah, so what does that mean for me? He says, making it all about Fez. I've got, <laughs> I've got just to find it. out. I'm trying to think what I've got to paint next. That's the thing. What are you, what are you taking to Corrary? I don't know yet because that's we've got a, got an ETC yeah, team meeting me. coming up soon, and then we'll decide what nation because obviously we've got a nation split. And I think it is meetings. What? Yes, a like, nation was, split. Well, like well, you, someone, you, declared, you someone take, declared independence. Yes, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> the capital of Greater East Grinstead. Um, <laughs> no, we, we, we decide which nations people want to play with, and then take it from there. So that'll probably be a good weekend to get five games in with a list to see if it's <laughs> with a variety of missions. I mean, it's not a bad training point, really, because you end up playing no. such a different setup of boards and missions that you end up kind of eliminating a lot of variables and you end up finding out the weak points of some of your extreme choices. Absolutely. Um, plus, it's a cool place. So excited about that. Um. Yeah, I don't know what take to Cryvery. We do. I think the next Flames of War I'm playing is at the barn, which will be my non-Italian or Italian front mid-war Shermans. Yeah, which another big barn game. Whoop, whoop. I've got both my armies packed away, ready for it. So yeah, I need to find double army. I'm hoping I can find them. I know they exist. Oh my god! 
Doesn't sound very committal there. No, that that sounds that <laughs> sounds like the worst. Way. Yeah, that sounds like sticking tufts on as you're deploying the army again. No. Yeah. Yeah, it does. <laughs> anyway, shall we scoot and shoot, gentlemen? We do. Shoot. So, what, what's our stats for this? Uh, it's got to be green. Anything but a one, surely. No, 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 it's the opposite, Ray Rat. Like, I mean, not being funny, the no, replacements no. after this weekend. It will be anything yeah. but a one and we'll still fail. Rebuild. Two! There we go. <laughs> if only it was a two. Yeah. I would have won three games. <sighs> the Armour Train Rick of a podcast you've been listening to was Shoot and Scoot. The Flames of World podcast from the team of Breakthrough Assault at Code UK has brought you by support for better for hobbies, Dice of War, and anything but a one. Anything at all, really. Uh, yeah. Just anything. I'll take a cop so, dice over a one. Pardon? the um, King of the Nerds to play something other than Cavalry. <laughs> yeah. King of the North! Get, Han- get Henry Cavill as a King of the Nerds. King of the Nerds! Get into the barn. <laughs> get into the barn. Yeah. First. You bought our Murray, Mike. Oh, that's good. That's, that's nice. Right. I got Michael yeah, top, Perry. Top Trumps. Oh, we should play Top Trump celebrities. I reckon we can get the Perry brothers. Yeah, but that's not. I mean, is that is that a thing? Like, um, be on one hand, it's a. Yeah, it's like the Jeremy Beadle doing. Keep up, Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>